Hello and welcome to Grand Final Day on sportradio.com.au, wmbl.com.au. We are looking forward to the 2008 Defence Forces WMBL Grand Final. Craig Ravel along with John Keogh and Mark Cartwright to call you all the action live across Australia and across the world. It is a big day. Sydney have earned the right after finishing second in the championship regular season to take on the home game against the Link Lightning of Adelaide. John Keogh, it is an important game because Sydney, so long the bridesmaid, now have a chance to take on a team that hasn't won a grand final, Mark Cartwright will love me for saying this, since the Capitals beaten, beat them in the final winter season of WNBL action. So it is an important game for the privately owned Link Lightning to show that that model can work in the WNBL. Well, it doesn't get much bigger than this, Craig. Of course, Sydney, you speak about being the bridesmaid. They've lost the past five grand finals and have lost six of the past seven as well. And Adelaide have not won a championship since 1998. So both of these teams are going to be very hungry to take the silverware home this afternoon. As Mark Cartwright bringing you in, the CEO of One Basketball Canberra, it is a fascinating game that we are going to enjoy today. It, it'll be a great game of, uh, of basketball, Craig. Um, two different types of pressure on these teams. I think Adelaide have felt the weight of expectation throughout the year. I think, uh, you know, it's been no secret that they're the, they've been the favourites from day one and they uh, dropped the major semi-final. Uh, but Sydney feel a different pressure. They've uh, played in numerous grand finals over the last decade and, and really haven't made a, a significant dent. So... Both teams have plenty to play for. Both teams have different types of pressure on them. It should be a great contest. And it is going to be interesting today when we see the matchups. One of the big gunning stars of the Adelaide Link Lightning coming back from injury, where for Natalie Porter, it is all before her to take this team to the championship win. Yes, well, a lot of the talk going into this match, of course, is what kind of role Tracy Gahan of the Adelaide Lightning will play. She missed last week's preliminary final. Of course, she injured her knee the week before against the Sydney Uni Flames. She's coming in under an injury cloud. I believe she may start on the bench, but we're hoping she makes it down to the court, Craig. Very important aspect of today's game. Adelaide leading the league with 88 Number points 12, a game. Sydney the second best with 82 points a game. Head-to-head, these two teams are two apiece this season. Two and one in favour of Adelaide during the home and away season. And then, of course, Sydney won the first major semi-final Number a fortnight ago. But I think, Mark, defence is going to be very important because both of these teams are very, very potent in offence. Number 24, Jess Foley. I think it will be. I mean, both teams will be super energised. I mean, it's grand final day. There'll be a huge amount of energy out there. It's just, it'll be interesting to see how the officials officiate the game in the first quarter, whether both teams are able to control that energy and enthusiasm so that they're not fouling unnecessarily, and they're able to get stops and generate some offence, you know, whether it's transition offence or secondary transition, you know, particularly Adelaide with the likes of Phillips, Camino and Foley in the backcourt. You know, their ability to, to get a shot off in the first 10 seconds of an offence and, and sting you pretty quickly is going to be fascinating to watch in the next hour or so. 
Recapping the major semi-final results, Sydney did progress 90 points to 71 over Adelaide. Incredibly, five players from the Sydney Uni Flames all shot double figures. They were Porter and Poto on 17, Veal with 15, and then Musselwhite and Dompkins with 14. Only seven players got court time for the Flames that afternoon. For Adelaide, three players into double figures. Domino with 20, Phillips 14, and Whittle 11. But Mark, the astounding thing from that game was that Sydney shot the ball from the field at an incredible 55% and also at 55% from the three-point line. Yeah, they, they shot a great clip, but I think they were allowed to shoot a great clip. I don't think Adelaide did a wonderful job of uh, of um, guarding their perimeter players. Uh, you know, Sydney ran a uh, an entry into their half-court offence, which Adelaide really struggled with. And, and you saw Renee Camino on a number of occasions get caught up on a pick. And uh, Kristen Veal was open in the corner five or six times in a row, so... I think Adelaide will make a major adjustment, fix that up tonight. We go now to the national anthem as the teams in readiness on the floor for what will be a fantastic grand final here from the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Australians, all let us young and free. beauty rich and rare in history's page let every state advance Australia fair in joyful streams and let us sing advance Australia fair well the teams meeting in the centre now. As promised, here are the uh, coaches. From Australian Defence Force recruiting in... A strong run from you this weekend. Well, Karen Dalton, grand final day again. You're getting used to it now, but another variable in it is the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Yeah, we seem to have a fair few variables in all the grand final appearances, but uh, look, this is a great venue and I think we're all looking forward to playing here. Now, looking at the games over the seasons, two and two at the moment, but when you win, you smash them. Yeah, look, um, defence is a key for us and um, if I think if we can you know, limit their scoring opportunities and uh, maybe you know, make them shoot from the perimeter, I think we'll, you know, we'll be in with a chance. But they're, they're a tough outfit. Natalie Porter is your key in offence, but throughout the year, Veely stepped up, Musa stepped up in these key Adelaide games, along with Alicia Poto, and that's really going to... You have to defend them, but you also have to score some. I think probably the most important thing is that we get a spread of scorers, and if they do want to double-team that, then I think she did a great job in the last game they played against them in the semi-final to actually find the open player. So, you know, I think... Um, you know... I think we've developed a lot as a team over the season and I think offensively if we can be disciplined and make them play some defence in the half court then we'll be okay. How's your own nerves? I'm actually okay. Yeah, I've done a few interviews now so it's sort of back to business, isn't it? No, I'm actually okay. I mean, you know, the work's done. The work's been done during the week. Now it's just manoeuvring a few chess pieces during the game and making sure that, you know, that we're we're running, we're in the right right defence and offence and then really it's up to the players. All the best. Thanks very much.
Well, Biggie Ball, this is the uh, day for it, grand final day. Not the court you were hoping to be on, but still, it's in the last of the last two. And what do you have to do for the win today? Oh, we just have to play a bit better defence than we did last time and get our offence going, and I think we'll be right. We don't care what court we're on, we made it here. You have got that one big uh, question mark over the team, and that is Tracy Gahan. Now, you said she was going to be on the bench. I'm going to go one further. Is she going to play? Yeah, she's definitely going to play. Not in the start, or are you going to have her out there right from the start? She's definitely going to play. Definitely. <laughs> How disruptive has it made your preparations? Not knowing what sort of uh, time you can put in to Tracy, so to get your rotations running. Uh, not disruptive at all. You know, we have a pretty deep bench, and that's what we've worked on all year. That's why we have a deep bench, so we're right to go if something like this does happen. Natalie Porter has been the one that, when you have lost to them, has been the one that's been hard to stop. Are you double teaming her or are you just going to sit Harley on her for the game? No, we'll, we'll just play her the way we played her. I mean, she, well, they won last time and she didn't get off on us, so we've got a few little tricks up our sleeves, so hopefully that'll work. Run and gun? We'll see. We hope so. All the best. Thank you. Vicky Bork joining us there pre-game here. WNBL Grand Final on WNBL.com.au brought to you by the sportradio.com.au team. Starting five out on the floor to call the game tonight. Guys, your tip, John Keogh first. I'm going with the Adelaide Lightning. They've been the best team all season. And Mark Cartwright. I'm going for a quadruple overtime, Sydney. All right, the teams are in the centre. John Keogh to call it. Underway here, Porter got the first tap down and Sydney will work it into the front court courtesy of Kristen Beale on the right-hand side of the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Bounce pass across the arc to Musselwhite. He goes back across to Beale. Beale being guarded closely by Phillips. She goes to Porter at the elbow, tries to work a pass under the basket to Herrick. It's intercepted by Wurzen now. Outlet pass down the court. Camino drives hard down the left lane. And to the adoring home crowd fans of Renee Camino, the Lightning, the first team to score. That's just what they would have loved, the Lightning. Uh, quick stop, getting down, transition basket. Uh, they'll want to see more of that tonight. Renee Camino, born and bred here in Wollongong. Didn't start playing basketball till she was 12 years of age. And boy, in the past eight years, she certainly more than made up for that. A terrific season for the Adelaide Lightning, who have regained the ball in the defensive end of the court. And Aaron Phillips slowly dribbles it back out. 2-0 to the Lightning. Just under a minute played in this opening quarter. Phillips now at the arc. Spots up Foley at the elbow. Kicks it back outside to Worsden. Works it inside to Whittle. Being guarded by Herrick. Oh, lovely fadeaway Jay there from Jenny Whittle. Great start here for Adelaide, Mark. It is. Getting the ball inside to Whittle will be an absolute key for Adelaide in the first five minutes of this game. Four points to nil. The Lightning have started well. Sydney Uni at the offensive end of the court. Turned over almost. Herrick fortuitously came off the arm of Whittle and Herrick gets one back on Whittle. It's two points apiece to the two tools. Adelaide though lead four points to two. You love to see that Porter so far has looked for, uh, looked for passing options the first two plays. Uh, Coach Dalton will love to see that, I suspect. Camino drives hard along the right-hand baseline and Herrick called for a blocking foul. It'll be an inbound pass on the offensive baseline for Adelaide. John, that's an interesting play. They went with Herrick early in the season against the Capitals and it worked for them. They've decided to go in the grand final game with Herrick starting again. They have. A couple of big guns starting off as well, notably Effiaki. Here comes Sydney down the right-hand wing now. Musselwhite on the dribble, gets onto a preferred left-hand line. Left-hand side, passes to Veal outside the top of the rimmer. 
Now here's this lady, Natalie Porter tries to light it up from just inside three-point territory, can't hit it, Camino pulls down the rebound, passes over the top now to Foley, left-hand perimeter, jacks up the three, nothing but net. Mate, she is, uh, she's a serious gun. Uh, Foley, you cannot give her a look outside. She's the league's best three-point shooter. Uh, this is a great start from the Lightning. Jess Foley has had two 30-point games against Sydney this season. Here comes Marcel White, tries to even a ledger at the three-point territory, can't do so. Phillips now, down the right-hand side of the court, on the dribble, backs it back out, sets a screen now for Foley. She kicks it outside to Camino, who's looking to attack at all costs. Gets it outside on the left-hand perimeter, Foley. Oh, lob pass, beautiful to Camino, who leaps, grabs it, and banks it off the glass. It's an interesting matchup, actually. The Poto's trying to guard Camino, which uh, Camino took advantage by posting her up and uh, had the easy lanes. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that over the next couple of minutes. Nine points to two, three minutes played in the opening quarter. Here's Porter trying to get a look. Puts it up, hits the back of the iron. Walking down the end of the court now, Phillips oh. walks it under the basket. Foley, though, it's knocked out of court. Controversial call here by referee Raul Kirsten. Yeah, and it's going to go the way of the Adelaide Lightning trade. Michelle Musselwright right up in the face of the uh, ref as the Jackson play executed by Jenny Whittle Whittle, right-hand baseline. Turnover now against Sydney again. Camino under the basket, gets the pass. From Phillips, has a second attempt off the offensive rebound, and all of a sudden, Camino scores 13 points to 2. Adelaide has started on domination. Yeah, look, this uh, this couldn't be a worse start for Sydney. Adelaide have been very, very good, but Sydney just have failed to control the tempo at all. They haven't found, uh, they haven't fed the ball inside whatsoever, John. Uh, and, and really, their only basket has been somewhat opportunistic. So, right now, Coach Dalton will be see, want to see a couple of reversals in the half court. They want to see Nat Porter receive the ball down low. Test Adelaide's defence. See if they'll collapse. See how they'll play. Will they double-team or will they play a straight up? And try and take 20 seconds off the clock. Get a great shot. See if they can get an offensive rebound and get into their groove. Where right now, Adelaide are being disruptive in defence. Sydney look rushed. Adelaide, I think, out of their 13 points, has scored eight or nine of those off transition baskets, which in the first John, three minutes of a game is unheard of. It was Karen Dalton saying that the Sydney Uniflames have to go through their sets and look at their execution, just work through and put a lot more concentration on that part of their game. She wasn't over-emotional, wasn't over-excited when she was addressing the team. Certainly Vicky Bork had plenty to say, and she wants them to keep going the same way as they are now. Well, Eva Afiaki has checked in for her first minute, so incidentally the starting fives were for the both respective teams. Let's start with Sydney. Alicia Poto, Rachel Herrick, Natalie Porter, Michelle Musselwhite and Kristen Veal for Adelaide. It was Renee Camino, Sam Woosnam, Jenny Whittle, Erin Phillips and Jess Foley. But Eva Afiaki has checked in for her first minutes of the afternoon and it looks like Rachel Herrick has sat down. Turnover here against Sydney. Transition play once again. Phillips bounce pass to Camino. Sydney get back in numbers now. Phillips from three-point territory. She fires and connects. Again, a poor option from Sydney. A transition basket from Adelaide. It seems as though Dolts may have wasted a minute of her time. 14-point run to nothing. Adelaide are on fire. They lead 16 points to two. Six minutes remaining still in this first quarter. Porter... Fadeaway pass to Afiaki under the basket. She has it knocked out of court by Erin Phillips. 
It'll be a Flames ball on the offensive baseline. It looks like Michaela Dompkins is going to check in. Muscle White out of the game, Mark. Yeah, look, Sydney really need to... Again, I don't think Nat Porter's had a touch anywhere near the key yet. Five seconds on the shot. Fire, firing from abroad was Porter. Couldn't hit the big triple. She hit that from about two feet beyond the three-point line. And it's knocked out of court on Sydney. Adelaide ball. Yeah. Car right. It was interesting because Karen Dalton did say to Moose to get more composed. She saw what she was doing up the other end with the ref before. And that was a concern. And that's, look, I've I got to be honest there. I mean, that's not a great shot from that Porter. She's a much better player than that. But Sydney have an opportunity now to try and get a little bit of scoreboard pressure going. If they can get a score, a stop and a score, they'll be OK. Here's Porter down the right-hand lane. Just throws it up against the backboard. Did well to get an offensive rebound, though. Foley, though, made the most of the opportunity presented in defence. Got the ball, passed it to Worsham. Phillips keeps it in. Hard up against her own offensive baseline. Throws it all the way over the other side of the key. That's now with Camino. Falls short on the shot. And Poto rips down the rebound. Sydney just needs to settle it down here in offence. Beal looks down the right-hand lane. Clever bounce pass to Afiaki. She misses. Good defensive work from Foley. And Phillips will bring the ball up down the right-hand side. Yeah, Sydney just look totally disjointed at the moment. They're flustered. They're lacking a little bit of confidence. And there's Wilson. another three. There's another three from Adelaide. Sam Woosnam makes it three from three for the Adelaide Lightning beyond the three-point arc. And what a piece to Aaron Phillips, Jess Foley, and now Sam Woosnam, the captain of the Adelaide Lightning. And credit should be given to Adelaide's half-court defence right now. Oh, Porter pushed that. Very flat, but got the shooter's roll, John. That's her first points of the evening, and it's a three-pointer as well, albeit a fortuitous one. 19 points to five, stops the run of 17 consecutive points from Adelaide. Gee, they needed that, Mark. Yeah, but I think Adelaide would be quite happy to give that one up. Uh, it was a you know, very friendly roll. Nat Porter shooting from two feet outside the arc. Here's Veal from Triple Territory. Gee, she rushed the shot. They had a full 24 seconds. Oh, turned over here against Phillips. Dompkins. Is fouled by Phillips. I think it was an accidental one. Phillips with a big she call went there. To ground. She immediate, Phillips says she got the knee in the head of Apiaki as she went to ground. It was interesting because she's saying, that's a treble, ref. That's a treble. She wasn't quite sliding on the ground, though. No. No, it was... Look, and that was just a little bit of lack of communication between Jenny Whittle and Aaron Phillips. Phillips really should never have passed Jenny Whittle the ball in the backcourt there. But uh, Adelaide have a chance now to get another stop. Poto, great spin move. Falls very short on the shot, though. Only just hit the front of the ring. It was a flat-looking shot from Alicia Poto. Expect better of her, averaging 15 points a game this season. A high score of 30 against Adelaide back in round six. Sydney will need more of that tonight. Here's Gompkins. She's getting into it. Intercepted there, but then, unfortunately, ran out of court with the basketball. And look who's checking into the game. It is Tracy Gahan with one of the biggest ever knee strappings on her left see, knee you'll ever see, Mark. Oh, it's good to see Tracy out there. She's had a stellar season. It would be such a shame for her to miss out on the grand final. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what sort of impact she does actually have playing on one leg. Jenny Whittle takes a well-deserved sit-down. She's been in the thick of the action. Here's Phillips down the left-hand lane with the right-hand little flick. That was a wonderful, wonderfully creative shot from Phillips. Uh, she's a magnificent scoring point guard. She said if she wouldn't be a basketballer, she'd love to be a roaming TV boundary rider at AFL games, Erin Phillips. 
I think they can, she'd make a very, very handy ruck rover. Forget the media side of things. She'd be very handy. I think she was saying if she wasn't a man, Mark. <laughs> Mate, irrespective, I reckon she, she'd give some of the blokes a good go, Erin. She's tough as nails, this girl. Yeah, well, Port Adelaide royalty is the Phillips family. Absolutely. I think football runs strong in the Phillips household, that's for sure. The father, I believe, a very good football player in his own right. Here's... Sydney in the front court now with Dompkins. Porter working an inside under the basket. Oh, great little pass to Dompkins off the right-hand glass who scores Sydney's seventh point. And that's the first real sign we've, we've seen of uh, cohesion from Sydney in the half court. So hopefully they can uh, feed off that, get a couple of stops, a couple of scores, bring this back to single figures by Wurzum quarter time. in the paint, the left-hand hook. Phillips put up the shot off the rebound and then it's knocked out of court. And it's going to be an Adelaide ball. Musselwhite slipping back on there and looking a little bit more steady, not as uh, amped up, you could say, as uh, she was before. But it's still a big hole that Sydney have to dig themselves out of with two minutes and 17 seconds left, 21 to 7. 14 points to margin. Gay Hart receives in the key, goes to work on Afiaki. Great work, though, from Musselwhite. Stripped her off the ball now on the outlet, down the court. Oh! Yep, the charge is uh, foul, is has been called. No, the foul has been called on Adelaide. And the points count too. That was great work from Musselwhite. She is such, I call it a crash test dummy, Mark Cartwright, because she just takes on anything and she doesn't care what happens to the body. Yeah, look, that was a good play. It was a very, very close call. I actually thought Oof. Angela Malarino did a really good job of reading which way Musselwhite will go. It was, it was touch and go. You know, at the end of the day, we've seen Musselwhite make a three-point play. And a much-needed one too. 21 points to 10, Sydney Uni... Get into double figures with just over two minutes remaining in this first quarter. Camino has been aggressive every time. She looks to get to the basket. Unbelievable move. She puts up the right hand hook and it drops. Mate, the kid can flat out score. She can flat out score. And again, that's Adelaide's game, mate. That's, that's one pass offense, but Sydney's not capable at the moment of stopping it. At the other end, Musselwhite can't hit the shot. We should point out... Camino has, averaged, has hit 40 points and taken 19 rebounds in this final series. A two-point, a long 18-footer from Sam Worsden there. 25 points to 10. Adelaide, 15 points in front. Yeah, it's, look, it's one-way traffic at the moment. At, at the moment, Adelaide are on track to score 100 in a grand final, which is unheard of in the WNBL. So, Here's Sydney need to lock down. Own offensive rebound under the basket. She just looks really out of sorts, Natalie Porter. Missed what she might have made was fortunate to get the offensive rebound and then was fouled. But even the shot when she was fouled, Mark, it just didn't look convincing. Yeah, there's just not that poise there at the moment from Sydney. And again, you know, Nat going to the foul line will be good for her. She can steady the nerves, hopefully put a couple in the bank. But right now, Coach Dalton would want to see a single-figure game. If they can bring it back to a single-figure game a quarter time, they're still in the ball game. At the moment, 25 points to 10, 15 points to the margin. Natalie Porter, the leading scorer in the league this season, averaging 24 points a game, also seven rebounds. So she has had a very good season, but she hasn't started this grand final as she would have liked. No, and Adelaide have played it very, very intelligently. You know, they and Sydney just haven't been able to get her with the ball at the right time. And uh, what we're finding is Sydney, unfortunately, at the moment, don't know where the next shot's going to come from. Adelaide, at the moment, are playing with. Absolute reckless abandon. They're generating offense out of their defense. They're controlling the possession game. 
the two coaches having plenty to say once again. Watch for Sydney to start going hard at Marino now. They've seen a weak link in the chain and they're going to try and exploit it. Vicky Bork extremely happy with the effort of her players, particularly when they came into the huddle. It was Sam Woosnam that did a lot of the talking until Vicky came in to address them and Woosnam certainly pumped up for a big game tonight. Natalie Porter at the charity strike. She's a 75% shooter from the free throw line this season. And she's 100% tonight, makes one from one. She'd love to back it up with a second from the free throw line. 25 points to 11. And hits the second. That'll steady the nerves for Natalie Porter. Now Woosnam receives in the backcourt. Afiaki guarding her. Long outlet pass to Camino. Double guarded. Gets it to Foley on the other side. Three-point territory. Can't hit it. Gets her own offensive rebound. Jess Foley. The right-hand lane doesn't drop, though. They fight for the ball. Musselwhite falls heavily, as does Marino. And a jump ball called by referee Carolyn Sazakis. Well, it's interesting again, Musselwhite involved in a physical play. This time, there was no doubt, she tackled Marino into her. Reps have gone with a jump ball. I think that's a saying call, Mark. Oh, that's a good call. Let the girls play. Just let them play. You know, it's a grand final. Kristen Veal not particularly happy with the call. She has words to say to Carolyn Sazakalos. Joined tonight in the refereeing stakes by Raul Kirsten and also Travis Haslam. Mark, you'd be very pleased. Travis out there. Refereeing the grand final, he's a Canberra boy. It's lovely to see Canberra to have a presence on grand final day this year. We didn't quite get there as a team, but Trav's had a great year, so we're really happy to see him there. Foley, inbound pass, offensive baseline for the Adelaide Lightning to Camino. Back onto the court now is Jenny Whittle. She handed it back to Camino, kicks it to Marino. Marino to Camino. Oh, the two sound-aliking names combine, and Camino finishes it off from three-point range. And that's a, that's a huge, huge shot at this stage of the game. Again, it's impossible for Sydney to get it back to sing, single figures now, and uh, they're in damage control. Four players have shot triples for the Adelaide Lightning in this first quarter. Lovely shot from the right-hand baseline by Alicia Poto for Sydney. I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I think that's uh, Poto's first score, and uh, she's been a potent force in the backcourt this season, so they need to see a lot more from Potsy in the next couple of quarters. That was her first points of the evening, averaging 15 points a game. Here's Whittle, turnaround, Jay on the left-hand baseline, and she's fouled by Eva Afiaki, I believe. And yeah. that's, a, that's a huge mismatch. I mean, Harley's six foot seven, six foot six and a half. Afiaki's got to be maybe six one, six two, and they, they've got to go to the big girl. She's a, she's a world champion opal. Uh, she's you know ball in her hands, and uh, at the foul at, at the foul line, she's as good as any in the league. Jenny Whittle, 197 centimetres. Afiaki would play traditionally more of a, maybe a three roll, and, and two at the absolute most, you'd have to say, Mark. Oh, sorry, yeah. I mean, sorry, a four roll, and yeah. three roll, and four at the absolute most. Yeah, I think... It's just I a mean, really tough position for her to play. It is the... Oh, muscle That is electric, the uh, layup she made there. That was almost yours, John as the half-court throw was taken to try and get the ball back into the front half. At quarter time, it is the visitors, Adelaide Link Lightning, leading the Sydney Uni Flames 30-16. to 16. I'm going to listen to the coaches as Mark Kitewright sums up the first quarter. Well, it, it, it sounds obvious, but it's just been all Adelaide. I mean, Sydney look like a deer in headlights at the moment. They just haven't found any sort of flow at all. Adelaide have absolutely controlled the possession game. 
And uh, and here we are, a 14-point deficit, uh, which, you know, if, if Adelaide come up with the first... If they win the first five minutes of the next quarter, Sydney are really looking at a... <laughs> An uncontrollable situation right now. It could be it could be curtains by half time here, John. It could be. They went on a 17-point run early on in that first quarter, and that was just quite incredible. I guess to Sydney's credit, they've able to whittle the margin back to 14 points, 30 points to 16. And some of the quarter time stats from the scorers bench head our way, Mark. What are some of the ones standing out? to your eyes? We've just had them flick to you right now, Mark. <laughs> so we'll put you under pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Look. Uh Renee Camino, who is is a streak shooter and is a wonderful athlete, has scored 11 points in the first quarter uh, of a grand final. And for a young player still finding a way at a club for, in her first year, that's a remarkable return for a first quarter. Uh, Sydney have shot 30% from the field versus uh, almost 60% from, from Adelaide. So, you know, that's the story of the tape right now. I mean, it's you know, Sydney can't make a basket. Adelaide are hitting everything. And, uh, you know, Sydney needs to turn that around in the next five minutes. And some of the individual scorers there for both teams. Yeah, Camino's got 11. Uh, Whittle's got six uh, and been very, very good. Sammy Woosnam and Aaron Phillips both have five for Adelaide. Uh, for Sydney, it's a little bit sad. Uh, you've got Natalie Porter at five points. Uh, same with Michelle Musselwhite with that layup on the buzzer. Apart from that, uh, Poto, uh, Donkins and Herrick have two apiece. Craig Revelle, yes, what did the coaches have to say? Interesting to hear what the coaches had to say, John. As it was Karen Dalton saying, they just need to take good shots. They're still in this game. There's nothing to worry about yet. Vicky Vork's first words were, it's a new quarter, it's 0-0. Last words were, I do not want you to give up one of the 14-point lead that we have at quarter time. Karen Dalton did some individual addressing of the team. And Vicky Vork, she let Sam Woosnam do a lot of the talking and her assistant coaches also chime in there. So it's second quarter and it's going to be exciting. And Sydney will start off with possession. Alicia Poto dribbles in, passes it to Michelle Musselwhite. Afiaki thinks about the three, then goes right-hand baseline, goes hard against Whittle. Whittle, great defensive work from her. Somehow Musselwhite emerges with the basketball, a fresh 24 seconds for Sydney Uni, Poto bounce pass down, mid-court range here for Porter, with the turnaround, hit the back of the basket, didn't drop, Camino outlet pass now to Foley, one-on-one against Musselwhite here, Foley jacked up the big three, couldn't hit it, Afiaki came storming in, grabbed the rebound, passed it to Poto, who works it into the front court to Michaela Dompkins, and Sydney look to reset up their offence here, Mark. Well, once again, Adelaide have signalled their intentions, defensive rebound, one pass, one-on-one, jack it up. Uh, which suits them to a tee. Marcel White did jack it up. It was a flat-looking shot off her preferred left hand. Whittle rebounded it, passed it to Camino, who's walked it into the front court. Renee Camino, leading scorer on the court, thir- 11 points to quarter time. Terrific start by the 20-year-old, formerly of Wollongong here. She'll be familiar with this court. Marino looks good off the hand. We were sitting right behind the shot from three-point territory, and she gets her first triple, the fifth for Adelaide of the match. Beautiful half-court offence. Jenny Whittle set a great low pick there and uh, never looked like missing from Marino's hand. And Angela Marino, of course, the daughter of the Adelaide Lightning's owner, Vince Marino. Sydney get a couple back at the other end. And I love that look. Nat Porter receiving the ball at the high post. She's so dangerous. She can jab and shoot. 
She can put it on the floor. That's, they need to see more of that, Sydney. Airball from Foley at the other end of the court for the Adelaide Lightning. And it's out of court. Couple of substitutions. Phillips checks back in. Camino. Oh, sorry. Not Camino. It's her namesake. Almost her namesake. Marino, who checks out after that triple. Tell you what, one thing I've noticed, with the exception of when Foley was injured, she's played over 38 minutes in all four previous matchups between these teams. At the moment, her cut action is just making so many inroads into the Sydney Uni side. Porter tries another jump shot, this time from the left-hand baseline. Town hit it, Adelaide into the front court again, woos them, drives a spin move, kicks it out to the top, finds big Jenny Whittle who's waiting there, arms wide open, passes it to Phillips, frees up some space, Looked very good off the hand. Just hit the back of the basket. Pono, outlet pass all the way down the other end of the court to Porter. That was sensational. She backed it off the glass. Big mismatch against Phillips. Mate, forget Steve Nash. Forget Tony Parker. That is one of the best passes you will ever see on a basketball court. Three-quarter court on the button from Poto. That was beautiful. Great play there from the Sydney Uni Flames. Margin back to 13 points. Camino won't stop hitting him from triple range. That time she missed. Herrick tried to keep it in court. I'm not sure why. It's going to be an Adelaide ball because it's out of court on the Sydney Uni Flames. Veal checks into the game. Muscle white out for the Sydney Uni Flames. Yeah, I just gave the kiss of death to Jess Foley as she sits down. <laughs> Jess Foley sits down. Lauren King in for her first minutes for the Adelaide Lightning. Whittle receives right-hand baseline. Up against Dobkins there, but she passed it anyway to Phillips, who gives it to Camino at the free-throw line. Thought about the shot, kicked it into... Whittle to Phillips now from downtown. Can't hit the bucket. Oh, Camino ripped down the rebound over Elise Chapoto. Who's the foul going to be called Poto. on here? I think it's going to be called on Poto. She was unlucky because she actually made position for the rebound. Camino reached over the top, but it was Poto called for the foul. Yeah, again, it's, you know, I hate to say, but this is basketball. Tall people tend to do a little bit better. And uh, Renee Camino is just a bigger, more athletic body than uh, Elise Chapoto. Turnover here as Phillips put up the shot and I think there's a foul being called here by Aaron Phillips. Referee Ralph Kirsten. So it's going to come back to the Adelaide Lightning, is it? No, it's going to be a Sydney ball. Pardon me, Mark. Yeah, what did no, you make of that? Uh, Phillips got a shot blocked and then uh, it was a ticky touch foul, but she stuck her hands in. You get penalised. The crowd was confused, as were the commentators, or at least one of them. Speak for yourself there, John. <laughs> That's why I threw to you, Mark. I knew you'd have it all covered. Here's Herrick at the offensive end of the court. She received the pass from Porter, but stood on the baseline... And that's just unforgivable. Mark, I've been very impressed with Herrick since she's come back out there. Her work on Harley has been impressive. Just getting right up body to body. Harley's got so much experience, it's going to be difficult to stop her. But she's really getting in the face. And uh, this time, stopping her from getting a pass away, Phillips had to come to her. Yeah, it's a better matchup. The problem with Herrick is, uh, you know, she's not quite as polished. Um, you know... Uh, but again, she'll, she'll give a better contest against Whittle and uh, she'll stop Whittle from offensive rebounding, which is important. Here's Veal. Veal, rather, transition down the court, kicks it over to Poto. Got it to Dompkins, who only just managed to hit the air, net, so that was an air ball. Camino now. She drives it down the court. Two on one to battle with. She can't hit the shot, though. Rickham down the rebound was King. Kicked it back outside to Worsham, who drives right-hand baseline. Kicks it out now to Phillips on the three-point territory. And they'll start off again here, Adelaide Lightning. 14 seconds on the shot clock. King with the ball now outside triple range. Passes to Camino. Camino offloads now. Whittle from three-point territory. You don't see that that often. 
wasn't a bad looking shot off the hand but missed there aren't many be- better three point shooters in the league than Jenny Whittle it was close but I just love the way Adelaide are playing it's just it's free it's loose mate they're just going at it and right now this you know this Sydney are doing well to hang in but uh, Adelaide could explode in the next few minutes Porter looks to get the jump shot off the backboard it doesn't drop and then a foul called against Kristen Veal I think her first first foul for Kristen Veal and she gave it up immediately when she uh, fell back there was no Laura Summerton what me look in that one she knew she had fouled and well I thought she was uh, there was going to be another sub there but perhaps called off by Sydney Uni who are very much Mark Shellshock and woos them she's been a fantastic asset for them just that experience leading the team she's a, she's a wonderful leader Sammy uh, a veteran of the league she's been sensational and of all the players on this court that deserve a premiership uh, or another one, Sam Wilson would be one of them. She fires as the shot clock rings out. Doesn't hit it, though. Here's Aspiaki on the transition. Unselfishly to Poto on the right-hand side of the basket. She lays it in. And Sam Wilson is the only player in this Adelaide Lightning team to be a member of the 1998 championship team for the Adelaide Lightning. We'd like to make it to timeout called here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. At the moment, 33 points to 22, so an 11-point margin. It was 14 at quarter time, but Adelaide still with a healthy lead, but Sydney gradually working themselves into the match. And it's credit credit to Sydney. They've scrapped, they've, they've stuck with it. They're not playing great basketball at the moment, but they're, they're in the game. Adelaide's shooting percentage has gone down markedly, so... You know, that's why the game's come back. However, Sydney have got to take a more proactive approach right now. Mate, they cannot go into half-time with 30 points on the board and expect to win a grand final against Adelaide. So they need to spark things at the offensive end, continue to get stops, continue to be disruptive, then they're a chance. Well, we know what they're capable of. They showed us in the major semi-final they can really light it up on their night. They scored 90 points that night. And that included 33 from 60 from the field, but incredibly 15 three-pointers. Here's Craig Revelle. Thanks very much, John. Look, very interesting there. The containment was the talk in both coaches' uh, addresses there. Sydney, very happy with the containment. They've been getting on the Adelaide side. Watch for everyone to rotate in defence except for Rachel Herrick. And one big thing is that uh, Coach Dalton wants Herrick to stand up even closer, in more in the face of Harley. For Vork, as uh, Adelaide have the ball in this possession, for Vork, she wants the uh, she wants that Adelaide side to keep plugging away. They're doing nothing extensively wrong. Thanks very much to Craig Ravel. Worsen with seven seconds on the shot clock. She's left-hand perimeter, goes in board to Whittle. Oh, the big sky hook from Jenny Whittle rattled in and then out. And a foul called underneath the basket. It looked like Jess Foley tried to grab down the rebound, but she was called for the foul. It'll be a Sydney Uni Flames ball on the defensive baseline. Veal with the inbound pass to Musselwhite back to Veal. Veal being guarded by Lauren King, playing the point guard role at the moment. Kristen Veal, five three-pointers. She shot in the major semi-final. Five of six from the perimeter for all 15 points. Here she is from three-point range. Can't hit it. Worsden rips down the rebound, almost travelled in the process. Afiaki tried to rip the ball from her hands. The ball ends up with Phillips, now into the front court, left-hand side. Jess Foley with the ball. 
13 points and 9 rebounds for Jess Foley in the major semi-final against Sydney. Woosnam now, right-hand perimeter. Afiaki, really strong defence by her. It's passed underneath the basket. King trying to wrestle for the ball. The shot clock rung out anyway. And it's going to be a Sydney Uni ball. Vicky Volk just getting in the way of John Keogh there. Just uh, very inconsiderate there by the coach of the Adelaide Link Lightning. But three bodies on the ground then. Two from Adelaide, one from Sydney. And they didn't call a jump ball, Mark. That was a very interesting one. No, they let look, the time clock I, run out. I, I'd let them play. Uh, and again, it's, it's really good awareness from the officials to know where the shot clock is. Shot clock violation. Coach Dalton will be wrapped with that half-court defensive set. Afiaki was terrific in that defensive set. 33-22 now, so 11 points the lead in favour of Adelaide. They've only added three points since quarter to time. Here's Herrick, right-hand baseline, nails the shot. That was fantastic, Mark. The way that Poto just set up the defence to open Herrick up. Yeah, Poto's coming into the game now. She's, uh, she's influencing things at the offensive end. She's making some things happen down the defensive end, so... Keep an eye on her. Phillips opens up the key with the drive, pulls down the offensive rebound, then knocks it in off the glass. Aaron Phillips, one of the smallest players on the court, ripped down that offensive board and put the shot in. Here's Poto from downtown. Listen to the crowd. They say it all. Three minutes left. It's 12 points. 35-27. Adelaide still with the lead. Terrific work from Alicia Poto. She is... Very deadly from that three-point territory. And now it could be turned over against Adelaide. Let's wait on the call from the referee. Apiaki got an elbow in the head from Lauren King on the way to the ground. Alicia Poto not happy with the call. It will be an Adelaide ball. Yeah, I think this is a really, really important stage for Adelaide. They have dominated the first half, but if they don't look after business in the last three minutes, they could go into halftime with a very, very small lead. And uh, that would be somewhat debilitating for the group. So they really need to be going in with a 10 or 12 point lead at this stage. 11 points to 5. Sydney have scored against Adelaide this quarter. So they've whittled the margin back to 8 points. Losing the ball there was Adelaide. Marino. So down the other end of the court. Musselwhite gave it to Afiaki who pulled up from 10 feet and nailed the bucket. Once again, you'd always, Mark, expect a Musselwhite to go to the line there. This time, she kicked it back, kept the defender between herself and Afiaki to open the shot. Yeah, I think Moose was a little bit... She got into the air, was a bit worried about where to give the ball. She had too many options. So, in the end, she made the right decision. Uh, Eva did the right thing, put the ball off the backboard and, uh, made it's only six points. So, that 19-point lead that Adelaide enjoyed is now only back to six points. And there's another turnover against the Lightning here. Here comes Sydney. Oh, Veal. No look pass to Muscle White down the left-hand lane, lays it in. Marino and Veal, they're getting entangled and onto the ground. The refs have stopped the play as they clean up the floor. And it is Sydney back to four points of difference as we hit two minutes and seven seconds left to go in the half. Mate, buckle up, kiddos. This is going to be tight. This Mate, Sydney has shown some real character and some real desperation. So, again, the pressure now is really back on Adelaide. They need to get through some really solid half-court stuff, which they haven't done this half. Jahan back onto the court, drives strongly against Porter, and Porter called for the foul. I was about to say, Mark, Adelaide have cut 
just cut, stop cutting. And that has been the real difference here in the last four or five minutes. They've got no movement in around the basket to try and change up the defence and look for an open player. And they're the, the sort of side, Craig, that this is how they built their lead, but this is how they've lost it. Mate, they're one or two passes. I'm going to play one-on-one. If the defence collapses, I'm going to kick it. Um, and right now, it's not, it was working in the first quarter. It's not going so great now. Gay Hart missed both free throws. And just to underline that, she's normally an 83% shooter from that territory during the season. Here comes Poto. Can't hit the triple. Gay Hart, gee, she couldn't really launch off the ground there. She got the rebound anyway, but she looked troubled. Phillips down the other end now. Passes to Marino. Marino... Copped a knock from Afiaki, I think. As it was. was it no, no, it was Muscle White. That'll be Muscle White's first personal foul. As Camino, who has been electric every time she's been on the court, is going to hopefully turn this thing around for Adelaide, who are stagnant as we have another timeout, John. Yes, Karen Dalton, interestingly calling the timeout there, the coach of the Sydney Uni Flames to score 35 points to 31. Adelaide's still in front. But believe it or not, in eight minutes of basketball, Adelaide have added one point this quarter, Mark. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that if you told me. But, uh, and that's what makes that, uh, that foul so unfortunate from Michelle Musselwhite. I think uh, Marino's going to the, to, to the foul line now for two, two freebies. I beg your pardon, they've added five points this quarter. Okay, well, still five points is not all that flash in a quarter of basketball. Um, you know, a, a, again, it's... The last minute 33 are going to be really interesting, assuming that Marino makes two of these foul shots. Sydney could come down, knock four or five down, and it could only be a three or four point ball game at half time. Exciting stuff here. Craig Revell is doing the running down, trying to listen to the coaches. He did catch up with Karen Dalton. What did she say? Yes, just keep going for those defensive stops. The noise in the previous timeout was absolutely unbelievable here. The Sydney crowd's actually getting quieter as they get closer to the Adelaide Link Lightning. But uh, this time the team could definitely hear each other a lot better. Karen Dalton wants the talking to stay up and also to keep going with that defence, to keep making those stops. That's what's getting them back into the game. Marino at the line because Sydney have committed five team fouls in this second quarter. Makes the first bucket, Angela Marino. And the second, that's good shooting from her. She's up to five points for the night, an 81% shooter. So Vicky Vork would like to have the ball in her hands from the free throw line, that is. Poter, oh, tried to bounce past it and went straight onto Angela Marino's foot. But a foot violation called by the referee, Mark. Very, very fortunate call. I'm not... I think they've lost the shot clock down at the Sydney end. They have. It's out at the moment. Referee just attending to that with the scorer's bench at the moment. It's the shot clock up at the other end of the court showing 13 seconds remaining. Vicky Bork in a heated discussion now saying that Marino didn't kick at the ball. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. I think, you know, to, to Marino's credit. They haven't re... Yeah, they have just reset the clock now. Poto tried to bounce past the ball for our listeners. It went straight on to Angela Marino's foot but didn't really look like Marino made a play at it. Anyway, well, the important thing was, John, that it bounced onto her foot and then Marino picked it straight up. So, really, if that violation wasn't called, it would have been a turnover and it probably would have been off to the races for Adelaide. But that being said, it was called. That's fine. I think they might have got the shot clock back, which yeah, is a they good did. thing in the grand final. They got the shot clock to 24 seconds and Beal's about to in-ball it with 1 minute 20. 
37-31, Adelaide still ahead of the Sydney Uni Flames. Switching back to Poto, there was Afiaki through hands of Porter. Afiaki just saves the ball before it goes out of court on the baseline. Goes down the left-hand lane, pulls down her own rebound, puts it back in off the glass. There's a stop for Adelaide there, Mark. No one contesting that rebound. Oh, it was good. They found a mismatch. Afiaki uh, was guarded by Marino. And again, she just out-muscled her. Missed the first, got the offensive board, stuck it back. Marino's got her confidence up now. Kicks it outside to Worsham in the left-hand corner. Can't hit it. Musselwhite rips down the board. Crossover dribble against Marino. Outlet pass to Veal. Just inside. Triple territory. She hits the big two-pointer. 37-35. Game on. Game on. It's a two-point game. Gayhart now goes to walk against Efiaki. Throws up the shot. Goes to the ground. The shot fortuitously dropped. Efiaki on three personal And the foul called on Efiaki. That's a concern because she's one of their... Believe it or not, key bigs in this game, even though she's not a massive, massive stature in terms of height. Oh, and it looked like they were trying to bring Harley into the game then too. Probably more importantly is uh, is Tracy Gayard making a shot here because that'll give her a huge amount of confidence. I expect if she makes this, Jenny would all come in. Gayhart makes the three-point play and she's three from three from the free-throw line this evening. Will Karen want to get Herrick back in or they run... Whittle just uh, to run around on Donkins. Now, this matchup works. Sydney will get fairly close to the last shot here. They'll like the fact that Harley's having to guard a perimeter player. 40 points to 35. We're down with 12 seconds on the shot. Porter goes to work. Missed what she might have made. In the end, Foley rips down the rebound, and Adelaide will get the final 10 seconds of the clock. They're still in the backcourt, though. Where's them? Big double team. Yeah, Gets it to Marino. Marino now. Three seconds on the shot. Goes to the drive. Slapped by Whittle to Worsham. Put up the shot. It was too late. She made the triple and rebounded off the backboard and went in. But I think the referee, Travis Haslam, was a very good call because the ball just left the hands of Sam Worsham slightly yeah. after the buzzer mark. Good to see Canberra influencing the result. And, uh, Travis Haslam. No, that was a great call, actually. What a shot, though, from... Uh, what a was, shot, though. And I've got to say, I've got to say, Sydney, very, very fortunate. They, they could have run the clock down to three or four seconds and taken a shot. Nat Porter missed what she should have made with 10 sec or 12 seconds to play. Give Adelaide a last chance to get, to, to get the final score of the half. Not a smart play from a team that had all the momentum that quarter. Well, it was a good por- quarter there for the Sydney Uni Flames. They added 19 points to 10 points for Adelaide so the lead was 14 points at quarter time it's now just 5 points at half time Mark so good quarter for Sydney Uni Flames but still a half a basketball ahead of us yeah it is I mean it's on either team can win at this stage and quite honestly 6 or 7 minutes into the game you would never have thought that could have been the case John I think all credit to Sydney they showed incredible nerves and I hate to say it, in my opinion, a lack of energy in the first quarter. They found a way to get some stops in the second. Adelaide went really cold from the field. Sydney worked their way back in and, uh, and here we are with a five-point game. Half-time, Coach Dalton will be talking about controlling the possession game, trying to I'm get to the foul line. John, I'm over here with Coach of the Year, Kerry Grapp. Congratulations. Uh, how disappointing is it not to be in this grand final game? Yeah, look, I'd hand in a dust collector any time for a, uh, another crack at a championship. But, I mean, look, I don't want to, you know, denigrate a, a, an award from the WNBL. They're always great. But 
you know, as players and coaches, you want to win championships, not personal awards. And, you know, I'd much rather be Karen Dalton or Vicky Volk right now. And what about this game? Sydney in all sorts of trouble at the start and they've regrouped and come back hard. Typical of the WNBL and great basketball, you know. It, I mean, Adelaide shot the lights out early in the game. Sydney persisted from shooting from the perimeter and not making shots early. But as always, chipped away and it's, it's back to a five-point ball game. Now it's a grand final, you know. I think Sydney were probably tired at the start and, um, you know, it struggled to make those shots instead of going inside with penetration or post-play and, and they've come back, you know. Their, their defence has lifted, they've started to make a few perimeter shots and this is going to go down to the wire. It is indeed. Apiaki on three fouls. Would it be a position, if you were Vicky Bork, to be? Uh, I mean, you know, Epiaki's like Abby Bishop and Tracy Beatty. She gets four or five fouls a game, so you want to come in the halftime and run a play straight at her. If you don't get a foul, you're going to get a pretty cheap shot. So you'd, you'd think that that would be a tactic for, for Adelaide. Um, but, but, you know, you don't want to overdo that. You've got to stick to your game plan and, and go with what you want to do. But in context, try and go at Epiaki. Well, uh, congratulations on your award. Disappointment that you're not here today, but we look forward to seeing you back with the Caps next year. Thanks, Greg. And, John, I'll, in a moment I'll speak to Rani Cox, but uh, you and Mark Cartwright doing a great job on the other side. Yeah, Mark's just been spotting out a few of the stats to halftime. Mark, I see lots of red circles over the official stats paper, <laughs> but I think Craig is about to say g'day to Rani Cox from the Townsville Fire. Here he is now. Rani Cox, uh, a fantastic year for you once again up in Townsville. Oh, yeah, you know, um, took a step up this year being one of the leaders, and I think it just showed my teammates what I can do on the court and stuff. How are you finding your basketball again, and particularly the move? You made the furthest trip in Australian basketball from Perth over there to Townsville. Yeah, I mean, I love Townsville. You know, the people are really nice. The community is great, and, you know, um, they brought the best out of me there. And of course, uh, well, with the awards that are keep coming your way, your basketball goes from strength to strength. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm always out to get better and I'm really looking forward to um, next season and also the Opal Camp. Well, that's all up ahead and uh, sounds like uh, Jan Sterling has got some real uh, heavy duty going for you as we watch the Defence Force uh, challenge out on the uh, court in halftime. You've got some of those Defence Force challenge coming your way with the squad. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be tough for Jan to pick a team this year, you know, because there's like 25 to 30 girls that are so good and, yeah, it's just going to be really hard for her to choose someone. Of course, you had a, uh, a new coach this season up there. How did uh, Bucks go? Oh, Peter Buckle is a real awesome coach. I mean, he's He's tough, but he's really good. Well, we wish you all the best for, well, the pre-season ahead, which, of course, hopefully includes an Olympics. Cool. No worries. Thank you. Thanks very much to Rani Cox. Well, Mark, we might finally get a chance for some of those stats that you've been dwelling over at halftime. How are they looking? Look, there's some interesting reading here, I think, uh, from the Sydney Uni side of things. Mate, Nat Porter uh, has shot three for 13, which is well, well below her capacity. Um, Adelaide have done well to keep her to nine points. Look for, for I guess, a, a better output from Natty in the uh, the second half. Um, Alicia Poto picked up her uh, her work in the second quarter. Craig uh, Revelle's just got a well, catch up. Here, uh, here with Trish Fallon and uh, Trish. Last year you were in this game. This year you've had uh, well a break. How have you uh, enjoyed a year off? Yeah, it's been great. It was certainly the right time for me to retire. Um, I'd contemplated, I think, for a couple of years about doing it, so it was certainly the right time. It's actually really nice to be able to sit and watch a final instead of being on the court doing it myself. So I'm really excited to be here and support the Flames. Well, you've seen them come back. Can they go all the way here in the second half? 
Yeah, for sure. Look, they've shown just in the, the second quarter how they can turn it around once they, you know, they've, the defence really was the key factor in the second quarter and what got them back in the game. So if they continue their tough D and rotating the way they are and getting their hands on the shooters and on the players that they know want to shoot the ball, then I think, you know, continue that, then no problems at all. If they get the championship, you probably will miss uh, being out there today. Oh, uh, yeah, it would be nice to have won one when I finished. But you know what? I, I'm just as happy for these girls to win today and I would want nothing more than them to win a championship. They've worked hard over the years as a team and... And also Coach Karen Dalton, she deserved it as much as anybody else as well. All, all the best. Thank you. Trish Fallon there catching up with Craig Gravel, of course. Trish Fallon, one of the all-time greats of Australian women's basketball, Mark. Oh, what a legend. Uh, the league misses her, but uh, it's great to see Trish along uh, supporting the Defence uh, Jobs Grand Final. Craig's just burrowing under some barriers there in front of the ABC Sports sign and I think he's going to make his way back over this side unless he's going to interview some of those dancing girls as they go through their routine on the court at our time. I don't think he is though. Let's have a crack at these stats once and for good. Oh mate, you're good. Um, as I said, look, Natty Porter's uh, output has been under a season average which is a, a, a key uh, performance indicator for Adelaide. Um, you know, on Adelaide's point of view, look, Renee Camino didn't score that quarter. She had 11 in the first quarter and she got 11 at half time. That's so, telling. And again, that's the way Camino's been this year, that she's, she's been a streak scorer, streak shooter. Uh, that's a concern. Uh, Jenny Whittle's the other interesting one. Uh, while she's dominated on the board, she's got seven boards to the half. She's only had four shots and she's made two of them. And, and really, I think Adelaide needs to make better use of the fact that these inches taller than the next biggest Sydney player. Uh, Experience-wise, she's way ahead of, uh, of Rachel Herrick, and uh, I think that's that's a real opportunity for them in the second half. You would expect, with the mismatch in height that she has over the Sydney Uni Flames, that they'd be going to her at all costs. And mate, she's a—I mean, she's an international player. I mean, Jenny Whittle's been a legend of this league. She's won uh, championships with it, with my club. Um, and uh, she may well be only 20 minutes away from winning another one, but they need to see the ball in Jenny Whittle's hand. She takes great shots. She's one of the best free throw shooters and three point shooters in the league, and she makes great decisions. If she's double teamed, which I think Sydney will have to do, she'll find the open gal. Um, but right now, she's uh, floating from uh, low post to low post looking for the basketball. She can't see it. The championship player, Jenny Whittle, with the Canberra Capitals back in the 05-06 season. It's actually the sixth club she's playing for in the WNBL, the Adelaide Lightning. And she's 34 years of age. There is a little bit of conjecture around whether she will go on again next season. She says she's going to return over the off-season to her home in the Gold Coast and weigh her options. But I imagine if they go out on top here at Adelaide today, it'd be a great way to go out, Mark. Oh, no, she's told me she's coming back to Canberra. Is that right, Mark? No, we, we no, can break no. it here exclusively. <laughs> no, she hasn't. Uh, look, I mean, Harles is one of the, uh, you know, she's just a magnificent individual uh, and nothing would please me more to see her go out with a championship if she chooses to do, do so. But that being said, Adelaide still have a heck of a lot of work to do because if they, if they play as they did in that second quarter, which was reasonably undisciplined half-court basketball and they did not lock down in the half-court defensively at all. They lost the possession game. 
what we'll see is they could well be down by six or eight points at three-quarter time and then they've got it all ahead of them away from home, the pressure of being minor premiers and the expectation of both public and, and those teams within the league. Look, going into this season, Adelaide had the uh, the best lineup. They've got all the studs they need to deliver. So this third quarter, mate, it, it is critical for that program to get off to a great start. Now, any other individual or team stats that have caught your eyes too? Oh, look, I, I think the other key one is... Uh, it's We've Craig got again. Jan Sterling with us. Uh, Jan, a big announcement you had today. Uh, you can't get away from me no matter what no, job you've got. You're persistent, persistent. If you could fit in a bodysuit, would have you? Gee, if I fit in a bodysuit, it would be the ugliest bodysuit in the history of basketball. But uh, let me tell you, you've got a fantastic group of girls playing in Australia, playing overseas to select an Olympic team from. You've made the, uh, well, the hardest job of all to start the cut, but you've got the Olympic squad now. Yeah, and look, isn't there some fantastic talent there? And, and traditionally, we've always, we've had some outstanding WNBL performances. Jess Foley's come in, Abby Bishop's come in, Marianne Tollo's come in, Taylor Francis has come in. And they're really exciting players. Now, whether they're ready for Beijing, but, you know, if some of those European girls get injured and they're not up to the plate, then these youngsters are really going to have a chance. You talked in the grand final luncheon today about the work you have to do to just check on the international players. And I should actually get you to tell us all the players in the squad. I know you know I'm off by heart, but just the work you have to do to check on those international players to see what support staff they have and how fit and ready they will be when they come to you. And certainly the girls, they look, as I said in the, in, at lunchtime, medical science in this country is the best. We take our physiologists and our physio overseas. We see what the girls have got, where the gaps are, how can we support them further to be the best prepared they can. And uh, as I said, that's just where the landscape is now. Mind you, I didn't, in Russia, I didn't see any American medical staff over there checking on their girls. So I think in that way, again, well, I think we're setting a trend. Well, I think you've just let the cat out of the bag too by telling the world through the WNBL website. <laughs> Very funny. But we're, we're, we're on the front foot. That's all I can say. All right. The, the squad as it stands. Look, it stands. Oh, you want the whole squad? Yeah. Oh, you're kidding Put me. Put you on the spot. <laughs> Okay. We know Lauren Jackson, we know it's Susie Beckham, <laughs> okay, yeah, we okay, know Renee Camino, Tolo Francis. Yep, and uh, so then we get, we get into uh, Jess Foley, Nat Porter, Alicia Poto come back in, been in Athens and weren't at the Worlds. Uh, we have a look at um, Emma Randall. Uh, oh, God, I'm getting stuck here now.
it is going to be uh, some busy times ahead for you. But the interest for me was to see how Defence Forces were also becoming part of your preparation. Look, that's been a wonderful coup for us in the fact that to galvanise the group in July, we'll be doing some leadership training. There's no better groups in the world to do that with. Our forces are very well structured and we're going to challenge the girls in different ways. We'll be setting them some tasks where unless everyone engages in the process, we won't get the task achieved. And that's very similar to this game. Well, Jan, I know that being one of only three coaches ever to coach the Adelaide Lightning, you are certainly watching this game from an Opal's perspective, but I'm sure your heart is over there in Adelaide a little bit as well. Yeah, I just think the girls, I think they should have kept that margin they had at quarter time. I'm a bit disappointed they lost that, but we've got a fantastic game here. It's just wonderful and a great crowd and great support and this is a really tremendous showcase of women's basketball. Thanks very much for your time. You're very welcome. Craig Ravel catching up with the Australian Opals coach there, Jan Sterling, and we can tell you the players playing today who have made that initial 25 member squad for the Australian Opals. For Sydney, we look at Alicia Poto and Natalie Porter, and for Adelaide, Renee Camino, Erin Phillips and Jess Foley. John, just before we do go back, uh, I've got Kathleen McLeod here. Fantastic season with a new club. Congratulations on your awards today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed the season um, up in Bendigo. It was really good. I'd love to talk to you more, but the girls are back on the court. Who's going to win? Adelaide. Thanks very much. John, to you. All right, set for a second house down here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Phillips receives from Foley in the backcourt. Dribbles behind her back, being guarded by Poto. The score, 40 points to 35. Adelaide lead. Here comes Foley from downtown. Can't hit it. Good boxing out there from Herrick. Managed to knock it on to Musselwhite. And Sydney walking into the front court now. Musselwhite passing it off. To Veal. Veal looking to distribute the ball, but she's being guarded closely by Erin Phillips. Backs into her now on the dribble. Oh, it was a terrible bounce pass to Musselwhite. Fortuitously came back to Veal, though. Five seconds on the shot clock now. They work the ball inside. Back outside now to Herrick. And the 24 seconds elapses. Mark, great defence there from Adelaide. It was. Uh, it was, but that's actually not a bad defensive set um, or sorry, offensive set by Sydney they got the ball through hands you know, a second and a half later they would have got a layup, so that's not too bad and Craig Ravel's just decking Craig, I've got to say, trying to make Jan Sterling rattle off 25 names from memory, that is pretty oh. hard treatment of their na national coach well I tell you what, it's uh, almost as hard as what Rene Camino Mark Cartwright had to do in that last play, oh mate Michelle Musselwhite has just smacked it straight down Renee Camino's throat. Camino's one of the most athletic players in the league. Musselwhite just said, no, no, thank you. I'll just uh, stuff this straight down your, your neck. Thank you very much. It was, uh, it was a little bit unfortunate, unfortunate for Musselwhite. It went straight back to Camino for a layup. Tell you what, with the travelling Jan Sterling's been doing, I reckon she would remember everyone. Oh! Bill is unbelievable. One of the best three-point players in the game, and this is what we like to see. It is 42:38 with eight minutes and 36 seconds, and Camino dives over the top of Bill that time. Mate, Camino and Musselwhite are going oh. at it at the moment. This is great. Wisdom intercepts the pass, drives down the left-hand lane. No Indeed. foul called on Musselwhite. Out of court. Good defence. Really good defence. Kept the weight back. Uh, you know, again, uh, Woosnam forced the contact, no call, Sydney ball. Veal receives from Poto in the backcourt, 
Phillips guarding her, going hard up against the left-hand sideline. Bounce pass now, right in front of us, Musselwhite. Tries to step around Foley, crashes into her, puts up the shot, air pull, knocked out of court, and it'll be an Adelaide ball. Well, again, Mus, uh, Mus is keen to, to go straight at it. And, uh, at the moment, you've seen the Camino Musselwhite uh, show. So the next, the next couple of plays will be interesting. 44-38, Adelaide leading Sydney. Here comes Whittle. Now, there is something called on the offensive baseline here for Adelaide. Did you make a match of that, Mark? Yeah, it's just a pushing foul on Herrick. She's just up and up and in against Harley. And, uh, again, Jenny was intelligent enough to put the ball on the floor, force a little bit of contact. Look, that's just a pushing foul all day. I think uh, one big thing is the flash cut action and particularly the cuts off the ball as uh, the reverse layup from Veal. Doesn't, uh, sorry, uh, defended there by Veal, but Veal getting her second personal foul on that play as it was right under the basket there. It's going to send Foley to the line. But the, the cutting action of Sydney in the front court now is really what has been uh, so hard for Adelaide to do anything with. As Foley converts from the first three throw, Jess Foley, terrific season, 82% shooter from this area, averaging 14 points a game. And, and makes the second. She's the one to watch this half. She's had a very, very quiet first half. But trust me when I say, mate, she can absolutely change a game. And uh, oh. I reckon she'll be she'll be up for it this second half. She's pulled the foul out of Camino there with this, that stop-start dribble. And that's a lesson that I know a lot of the girls at the AS have to be keep reminded. You keep the dribble alive no matter what your feet are doing. All too often, players at any level stop and give up the dribble. Renee Camino, that's her second personal foul. Here's Muscle White from downtown. Ooh. Here we go. That was three spots back. John Keogh finally gets a possession. As Has- Travis Haslam looks at Mark Cartwright, who I threw it back to him. John, straight through your hands. That is an embarrassment for the Sport Radio team. This is the Australian Defence Force Grand Final on Sport Radio and the WNBL.com.au. Well, I said before the call I hadn't called a game of basketball in a couple of months. Let me assure you, it's been about six months since I've played a game, Craig. So that may have something to do with that. But anyway, let's get back into the action. Jenny Whittle lights it up. Oh, oh it's just a two-pointer. Almost a triple, though, from the top of the perimeter. Lovely-looking shot. Yeah, that was nice. Inside-outside play. Get the ball to Foley down low. Defence collapses. Harley pops. Money. Toto with the money shot from the right-hand elbow. And things are starting to loosen up a little. This will make for good television. Oh, Camino, Ooh. she travels in. Even though it's knocked away from her. Ooh. Adelaide ball, 15 seconds on the shot. Woosnam picks up the dribble, passes to Marino, drives right-hand lane. Nice work against Kristen Veal. Veal went down, but Marino was able to make the bucket. With all due respect to our officials, mate, that's a trouble in anyone's language. They were a little bit lucky to get away with it. But, uh, again, Marino... Um, you know, took advantage of it. Took the bump, head and hands up, made the shot. Porter at the top of the triple range, being guarded by Wersner, picks up one dribble, then fires, doesn't hit the shot though. Camino, piercing the centre of the court on the right-hand dribble, offloads it now to Wersner on the bounce pass, to Camino in the corner, thinks about the shot, muscle wider in her face though. Ball now with Marino, left-hand side of the perimeter, goes further left to Whittle. Ten seconds on the shot clock, into single figures now. Wersner has the basketball, Puts it over the top to Camino. That was great positioning from her. Good pass from Worsdom too. Camino couldn't hit the shot though. 
and Natalie Porter emerges with the basketball. Herrick had the hand on the tap away then on the rebound. Herrick and Whittle, that's been a fantastic battle. They are in each other's face, and I think Herrick is growing an extra leg today. 50 points to 43. As Porter drives down at the basket, she puts the little left-hand layup on over the top of Whittle. Whittle gets in the way to defend it. It's over the baseline. Whittle gets the last touch on it, and Sydney Uni will have the ball from the baseline. It touched the ring, so a full 24-second clock. Double substitution there for Sydney. Herrick and Veal checking out. The only thing, Herrick falls down in offence, Mark. Here yeah, comes Porter. Left-hand baseline. Oh. oh, she stopped prop. Couldn't make the shot, though. And here come Adelaide. Outlet pass received by Camino from Marino. Pulls up for the two-point J. Camino can't hit it, though. She had three players to beat. Maybe should have taken her time. She didn't. And they don't score there, Adelaide. Sydney come back with the basketball at the other end. And that's Renee Camino all over, mate. She is uh, such an exciting player, but sometimes she has to try and curb that enthusiasm. And that was an occasion where... It wasn't a terribly well-advised shot. Poto fires from a long way out. Can't hit it, though. Marino scuppers to get the rebound off the ground. Passes it to Foley. 50 points to 43. Adelaide leads Sydney. Four minutes 50 remaining in this third quarter. WNBL grand final for the 2007-8 season. The alley-oop! Marino to Camino, who puts it in off the alley-oop glass backboard. Babe, that was pretty to watch. If there's a highlights reel from this game, that will be front and centre. That was beautiful play. Renee Camino to the delight of the Wollongong fans is where she grew up as well. They are going crazy at the moment. That was a sensational play. More importantly, two points in the bank for the Adelaide Lightning and they now lead 52 points to 43. They've got nine points breathing space, so they've extended their half-time lead by four points. Yeah, they've done well. They've just consolidated here. You know, Adelaide, they're still not playing wonderful basketball. They're playing nowhere near the, the high percentage shooting basketball they were in the first quarter. But right now, look, they're, they're getting it done. You know, they're doing the job on that quarter. Alicia Poto still hasn't uh, taken, taken over uh, the offensive end. So right now, I think Vicky Ball could be happy. Yeah, Vicky Vork there just saying that she just wants them to work harder in execution. Just, they are letting themselves down. They've got a mismatch on the court, so look for them to do a lot of transition, a lot of rotation to try and get those mismatches into their advantage. Karen Dalton, she just wants the execution, just to play back in the rotations that they were in that second quarter when it was working for them. Terrific stuff from Craig Ravel on the sidelines here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Poto, crossover dribble against Marino, works it into the front court, passes to Musselwhite, being guarded by Foley, back to Poto now, through hands, gets it over to Afiaki on the right-hand side of the perimeter. Gayhart on her, pass to Porter now, eight seconds on the shot clock, Porter nearly travelled, lost control of the basketball, Poto just gets it in her own front half, puts it up from a long way out, had to force the shot from the shot clock. And a foul called on Michelle Musselwhite. Why that will be a second she personal. She, she said, why did she call that? The fact that she just slapped Jess Foley straight across the ear had nothing to do with why that was an illegal play, Mark right? Yeah, again, they're coach killers, Craig. You know, fouling somebody 90 feet from the rim when you've lost possession is not a smart play in a grand final. Jess Foley picks up the dribble, stops, passes to Marino, who's had a reasonable game, Angela Marino. Drives left-hand oh, side. Shovel. Somehow, 
She made the shot, was fouled down the left-hand lane, and she'll go to the line for a three-point play, just as I spoke the girl up as well. Yeah, look, again, great control penetration. That's the key. She kept her dribble. She, uh, she was able to spot the hoop. She took the bump, and uh, again, she found the backboard. It was a really, really intelligent play by Marino. Marino converts the three-point play, and Adelaide now have a 12-point breathing space. 55-43, 3 minutes 50 remaining in this third quarter. Ball with Alicia Poto being guarded by Marino. Pass to Porter. She really needs to get involved for Sydney. Backs it out on the dribble. Left-hand side now. Kicks it to Musselwhite. Drives left-hand baseline. Put the shot up from just outside the key. Knocked it out of Worsdom's arms, did Musselwhite. Long outlet pass from Worsdom to Camino. Waiting at the other end. Kicked it outside to Foley. From three-point territory, she nails it from downtown. Adelaide more settled again here. And that's just like a foul shot from Foley, mate. That girl can stroke it. And, uh... Again, it's transition offence. You, you get a stop, you control a possession game. Adelaide will just get off to the races. Adelaide lead 15 points. Muscle White at the other end fires and connects from the left-hand corner. That'll add three of the Sydney Uni Flames. Now all net that time as Foley is on the left wing. Bounce pass inside going to Gahan. Gahan, oh, tripping over Muscle White. Outlet to Marino. Marino takes off. Photo not letting her go. Goes across to Foley who drives it down to the low post left side. Shot is under the basket. Camino has two goes. Afiaki comes up with it. She has to stop it. Marino kicks it back to Photo. Photo goes long into the front court to Donkins. Donkins takes on Woosam and then can't get the layup in time. Well, Michaela Donkins, perhaps in a little bit of unfamiliar territory there, she generally shoots the ball from outside. She drove hard down the right-hand lane and Mark really just lost control of the basketball. It was a shame because Sydney had a, had a really good half-court set there. They scrambled, they won possession, they had a three-on-two. And again, Donkins' familiar territory is the stop-and-pop, catch-and-shoot. And, and uh, yeah, she looked a little bit uncomfortable there, taking it to the rim against the big girls. Checking in with the score, 58 points to 46. The Adelaide Lightning, 12 points in front of the Sydney Uni Flames. Two and a half minutes remaining in this third quarter. And it's a pretty parochial crowd in this afternoon here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre, Mark. Yeah, it's great. Look, I, and I'd like to take this opportunity, John, just to, to recognise the fact that I think it's great that Sydney have gone and and played this game in a big arena, really promoted the WNBL fantastically, and I think the Wollongong crowd have really got behind it. No execution was the comment from Coach Dalton. She wants them to go through the, mo- go through the plays and play them out looking to convert. For Vicky Vaughan, she just wants that same discipline to apply right throughout the rest of this quarter and then into the last. Thanks very much to Craig Gravel, bringing us up to date on the WNBL and Sport Radio websites this afternoon. All the sideline action. Back on the main court now. It's an Adelaide ball. Sam Worsden running it into the front court. Eva Afiaki, oh, almost stripped her of it. Worsden then got it back in the back court. Almost a cross-court play there. Now Marino has the basketball. Oh, Veer was fooled by a dribble. Passed it to Foley, though. Marino probably could have jacked the shot up. She was in the clear. It's knocked out of court. And it's going to be a Sydney ball. Maybe a little bit unselfish no, there from yeah, Angela Marino. That's, that's an offensive foul there against Foley, actually. And again, Muscle White, smart play. She's had a very, very influential quarter this quarter. 
The problem is that for Sydney, the two studs, which are Porter and uh, and Poto, just haven't haven't featured this quarter. So uh, it's a big couple of minutes for Sydney right now. Well, it is indeed. 58 points to 46. They trail. Athiaki goes down into low post where Porter receives, go. goes to work and makes it off the glass. And that's money for Jan. That's where you want to see Natty Porter. Receive the ball down low, back your player down. Let her skills take over. The girl is, mate, she's the, uh, she's the best in the league. Let her go to work. Camino lets loose from three-point range. Mate, that's just a ridiculous shot. <laughs> that is a ridiculous shot from a ridiculously talented player. She had two dribbles, was scooped over the basketball, looked like she was going to go to work on the drive. All of a sudden, released the triple from down low oh, and nailed love, the bucket. You just love seeing that, though. You love seeing that. It's just... Great for the game, and again, when you can launch the thing from two feet out, and it's nothing but net, mate, our women's game is in good shape. Gahan getting the foul that time, as Whittle checks in for Marino. Now, that's a huge change in your uh, lineup. It is yeah. indeed. Here's Veal. Just gets it out to Porter on the free throw line. Afiaki, three-point territory. Whittle got in her face just enough to put the shot off to the side. And here comes Worsnam running the ball down the court. Sam Worsnam, the captain of the Adelaide Lightning. She is leading by example. Erin Phillips gives it to Whittle. She jacks it up from the three-point territory. Gayhan can't grab down the offensive board. Outlet pass from Poto to Musselwhite. Into the front court now on the left-hand side. Passes to Veal. Distributes over the other side to Porter. And she's fouled by Erin Phillips. Or was it Tracy Gayhan? It's Gayhan who's called for the foul. And that is her second personal. Mate, they've got to go at that. Gayhan cannot guard Porter at the moment. Gayhan's on one leg. That Porter is a gun. They have to keep going to her. And this is the time for the league's best player to step up. She has got to take this game by the scruff of the net and bring her team home. Don't know if you've picked this up, guys, but the uh, the crowd here has uh, turned yellow all of a sudden with uh, some promotional T-shirts that are out from the Sydney Uni team saying, Danger, the flames may explode into a new dimension or something along those lines. I can't quite read it from here. Well, Natalie Porter's trying to explode. She just made those two free throws. 11 points. Margin 11 points. 61 to 50. Adelaide leading. 55 seconds remaining. So we're into the final minutes of this third quarter. Here comes Woosnam from downtown. Oh, that was a lovely shot off the right hand. That is He's class. a big time player, Sammy Woosnam. And uh, again, Captain Courageous does it again. That's a huge, huge play. Her second triple of the afternoon for Sam Woosnam. Woosnam's been called for the foul here, I think you'll find. She's she putting has. her knee into Porter's back, and that's her second personal. But that is a, that's an unsportsmanlike foul almost. Well, it's a fifth yeah. team foul as well, so it's not two hands, it's a knee. Natalie Porter is at the free throw line. If there wasn't already five team fouls on the board this quarter, it doesn't matter. There's at least five of them. She makes the first free throw, Natalie Porter. How will she go with the second for the charity strike? Oh, pulled up short. And Adelaide, through Gayhound, ripped the rebound down and working in the front court courtesy of Sam Woosnam. 17 shot seconds on the shot, 29 on the game clock for this third quarter. 64-51, a 13-point lead in favour of the Adelaide Lightning. Erin Phillips passes to Woosnam. She pulls up just outside the left-hand key, passes to Whittle, tries to use the backboard as her friend. It doesn't drop, though. Here comes Afiaki, driving left-hand lane. Unselfishly gives it to Porter. Great vision, and Porter goes, thank you very much. Beautiful. 
Three seconds remaining. Erin Phillips at the other end puts up a prayer. Oh! oh, and she made the shot as she fell over in the arts of shooting. And that is a huge shot on the eve of three quarters of time here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. The Adelaide Lightning have a 13-point advantage, 66 points to 53. And we've seen a couple of big shots in a couple of quarters now, right on oh, the buzzer mark. I'm going to say it. I'm going to claim it, mate. That's the game. That was that was so huge. Adelaide have the momentum, and uh, and right now, 13 points, three-quarter time in the grand final. Geez, Sydney are really going to have to do something very, very, very special because, uh, mate, right now, Adelaide at those key, key times are able to find a way to make the big shot. Sammy Woosnam shooting the three. Aaron Phillips making a shot on the buzzer. Goodness me. Uh, I think Sydney are going to have to, as I said, do something exceptional to get home from here. If you were Karen Dalton, what would you be telling the troops now? They've got to make up a 13-point advantage and get in front. What's their game plan from here? Take up a religion. Well, you heard it first on sportradio.com.au and wnbl.com.au here from Mark Cartwright, the CEO of One Basketball Canberra, the Canberra Capitals man, has said Sydney need a religion to get home here in the final quarter of the 2007-08 WNBL Grand Final. Craig Ravel is catching up with the coaches. We're around about 30 seconds away here from a start in the final term. Adelaide going for their first championship in 10 years. Sydney trying to avoid their sixth consecutive grand final loss. Here's Craig Ravel. Vicky Vork extremely happy with the way the game is progressing. She says this will be the toughest 10 minutes of your life to her players who are feeling extremely confident all over the top of Sydney on every position. She wants that to continue. It's Karen Dalton just saying defensive stops. They've got the first possession. They've got to make the most of it. Waiting for the time to tick down here, Mark. The stats that have caught your eye. Gee, Renee Camino lit it up in that yeah, third quarter. Again, Renee Camino after Zippo, a donut in the second quarter, has gone for nine in the third quarter. Uh, and look, Michelle Musselwhite has uh, got 16 points, really picked up her output in the, uh, the third quarter. It's all in front of Sydney, though. Here comes Afiaki to the elbow. Kicks it back outside now to Natalie Porter. Left-hand lane. She goes on the drive. Great defensive work there from Jenny Whittle. Which way will the referee see it? I think it's an out-of-court call, and it will be a Sydney ball, 11 seconds remaining on the shot clock. We'll run through some more stats in just a moment after this play. Musselwhite has the ball now in nine seconds. Passes to Porter. Releases from triple range. It won't drop, though, and it's out of court again, Mark. Look, the stats, actually, apart from some individuals, they're, they're pretty close. Um... You know, both teams are shooting a pretty similar clip from the field. Uh, you know, I guess the difference was Adelaide shot in excess of 50% in that third quarter, which is similar to the first quarter, thus the 13-point uh, the lead. Here comes Camino, left-hand lane. Musselwhite fell over at the crucial moment and allowed Camino to go bang from 10 feet. It was interesting, John. One of the other things that Vicky Falk said is, Camino's running the lanes, but she's not doing anything of offence. She wanted her offence to lift. Camino up to 22 points for the game. At the other end, Afiaki goes, thank you very much, down the right-hand lane with an easy putback. I guess so, it's do more in offence, Mark, not uh, worrying about the points so, per se. Yeah, again, Renee's... Oh, she's definitely doing it. She's an enigma, but she can just take over a game. And here she is. Mate, she's on 24 points. She, uh, at this rate, she could go, she could go for 50. 
Putting her hand up for MVP this afternoon, Renee Camino with that lovely little fadeaway shot there from just outside the basket. Podo can't hit the shot. It falls, luckily, to Musselwhite, but there's a Afiaki. foul called underneath the basket. Afiaki, that'll be her fourth personal foul and something for Karen Dalton to contemplate as Michaela Dompkins replaces her onto the court. And uh, it's a tough time now for Dalton. She's got to make a decision. Do you... Uh when do you get Afiaki back in there? Because she's, she's been handy. She's been a different look. And um, right now, mate, if, this, if, this, if Adelaide build another five-point lead over the next couple of minutes, it's 20 points, it's all over. So Renee Camino up to 24 points. What about some of the other individual scorers there, Mark, the top ones? Yeah, look, Angela Marino, actually, of all people, is uh, second in scoring for Adelaide. I think that was Chris... Uh, who was that? That was Sam Worsden chipping in for two there for Adelaide. As Podo thinks about the shot at the other end, releasing Veal from downtown. She hit five of them in the major semi-final. Kristen well, Veal, she's hit a couple tonight. And that's Veal's only only a fifth point, um, which is telling at the moment. But uh, now the other one is uh, that Porter's only got 16 to this point, which is, um, again, way under a season average. Duncan's dumped it down to Porter that time to get the point. It's 60 to 72, 12 points with 7 minutes and 43 seconds left to go in the 2007-2008 Defence Forces WNBL Grand Final. Gay Hard to Phillips who has a clean run to the basket. The layup was good and it is a 74-60 game. Long range pass from Veal to Porter on the baseline. She works around now into the paint, oh. gets away from the defence oh. but short on the layup. Leaves it into the backboard in fact. Second attempt from Dompkins isn't there either, and Whittle will clean up as Phillips will bring the ball back down for the Adelaide Link Lightning. Going to the left-hand side of the court in the front court, it's Camino holding onto it now, looking for options. Whittle taking position on Porter, but it goes to Phillips instead for three, it's all net! And I think Adelaide have decided that they're going to put on some showtime here, Mark Cartwright. Dompkins tries the reverse layup on to Jenny Whittle. She hits the ground and draws the foul from Harley. That is only Harley's first foul of the game. Mate, right now Adelaide just have all the answers. They are finding, and, and they may be a little bit unconventional, but they're finding ways to get stops. And right now, mate, they just keep every second or third play, they make a big shot. I tell you what, you guys probably haven't had time to look at Vicky Bork's face throughout this game but she has just been in such a position right from the get-go. She's had a smile, she hasn't looked concerned and she's been able to address that in the way the team has performed when they've come to a timeout. Yeah, look, credit to Vicky. She's, she came in this season in tough circumstances and uh, she's done a, a great job. Although I do know she keeps looking at that scoreboard, Craig. She keeps a very close eye on that scoreboard. And the scoreboard says 77 points to 61. 16 point lead. Sydney working into the front court here with Veal. Dobkins from long range. Can't hit it. Musselwhite came crashing over the top of guard. Then Musselwhite called for the foul. That's her third personal. I'm going to say I want to see white line fever in this game because I think it's only fitting with the work she's done throughout the year. Rebecca Duke should get some court time in the grand final. And uh, have white line fever and crash test dummy on the court at one time. That'll be a matchup I can't wait for. Just yeah. elaborate for the listeners. Down Michelle Musselwhite Moose up against white line fever Rebecca Duke. Here comes Erin Phillips. 
distributes it back outside to Foley who drives left hand, can't make the shot, Veal knocks it out of court, that was unlucky. 77-61, 6 minutes 20 remaining in the contest here at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Inbound pass will come from Camino to Phillips. Phillips on the right-hand side of the court. Veal almost stripped it off Camino. Camino regathered the basketball, though. Stops with 14 seconds on the clock. Long pass over the other side of the left-hand key. Here's Phillips, left-hand elbow. Pulls up on the dribble. Almost hit it, though. Front of the ring, didn't drop. Undercooked the shot. Veal outlet pass to Porter, who just hasn't quite got going. Cutting the key beautifully was Tompkins, who drives all the way. They're going to need a lot more of that. And... One thing that Adelaide have been great in is half-court defence. They need to, uh, Sydney need to start breaking up that half-court defence and try and drag them down the floor, give them some openings. Lead 14 points in favour of the Adelaide Lightning. They're on their way to the championship, but don't see too soon till five and a half minutes remaining. Foul called on Tracy Gahan as she goes. Travel. Sorry, travel called on Tracy Gahan as she went to the basket. Here's Veal looking to press the court very quickly. Goes all the way, catches the defence, losing. Can't make the bucket, though. And Wisdom just urges her teammates to settle things down as she dribbles down the court. Foley, though, left-hand baseline, can't make the shot, regathers the basketball, kicks it to Wisdom. 12 seconds on the shot clock here for Adelaide. Camino now into single digits. In the low post is Foley. Missed the shot, though. Donkins rips down the rebound. Passes to Veal. She's looking to press the court at any opportunity. Gets an outlet pass oh. to Porter. Great defensive work from Wurzden, though. Knocked the ball away from Porter. Grabbed the ball herself, Sam Wurzden. Picks up the dribble. Pierces the centre of the court. Bounce pass to Gahan. Unselfishly across the key to Camino. She's up to 26 points. Renee Camino, an outstanding game. Timeout called by Sydney. 79-63 with under a half of a quarter to decide this year's championship. And this is turning into a little bit of junk ball right now. We're seeing both teams get up and down. Sydney really have reached the stage where, mate, they've got to get the ball off pretty quickly. So they're taking quick shots. They're not making them. Adelaide are penalising them at the other end. Right now, uh, you know, you'd put your house in Adelaide, unfortunately, for Sydney. They've had a good year, but... In the end, Adelaide step and their their ability to come out and handle the nerves on a big occasion in the first quarter uh, has seen them home, and that's been the difference. Adelaide got off to a 19-2 start, and they're going to win by around about that margin. They came into this final series, the Adelaide Lightning, with a 21-3 record. Of course, they were upset in the first major semi-final by Sydney. Sydney, 17-7 during the regular season. Here's Craig Ravel. Karen Dalton saying there's still a long time to go. They just have to go through, execute, but more importantly, defensive stops. Vicky Vaughan, extremely happy, just saying to the girls, reassuring them that it, it is theirs to take right now. Well... Sydney have got 4 minutes 50 to make up a deficit of 16 points and get themselves in front as well. Dompkins with the basketball. Veal outside three-point territory. Now to Porter in the low post. Kicks it outside to Poto on the left-hand side of the perimeter. Inside to Dompkins. Seven seconds remaining. Veal pulls up. Two-point shot. Had to rush it. Porter, great offensive board. Double-teamed under the basket. Rolls it in off the backboard. Yeah, tough basket from Porter. But again, you know... They had to work so hard, Sydney, to get that score. Right now, Adelaide will take a 20-second offence. 
and they'll see if they can get to the foul line or get a shot inside the key. Oh, intercept there. Great deflection from Muscle White. David to the advantage of Bill, who runs it into the key. Back out to Porter. Here comes Pojo from downtown town. Hit the bucket. And Woosnip just looking to steady the ship. If they're going to play down with a three-point game, they've got to have people mark the box out to get those rebounds if they don't come off. Foley now in the front court for Adelaide. Through hands, 12 seconds remaining. Gayhan down the right-hand lane. Great cut. And Phillips was open with her vision. Gave it to Gayhan, and she converts. Yeah, lovely offense there. And again, Sydney are up in the lanes trying to create something. Here's a three-point play for Nat Porter. Porter drove against Phillips. Undersized Phillips gave the foul. Porter made the bucket. It'll go to the line for a three-point play. Afiaki checking back in with four personal fouls. Checking out is Domkins. Three minutes, 37. Karen Dalton deciding to roll the dice. And at that moment, Vicky Vork does the same. Getting Jenny Whittle onto the court and... Tracy Gayhan, who has made a solid contribution considering the stress she's come under with that knee injury, takes a well-deserved sit-down. And Porter converts the three-point play. So, John, who's your MVP, mate? Well, at the moment, I'd have to say Renee Camino. She's shot 26 points to date, and she's had three very good quarters, one very quiet quarter in the second. Who's yours? Oh, look, I think you'd struggle to go past her, really. The impact she had, particularly in the first quarter when the game was, was really won by Adelaide. Uh, yeah, I think she's, she's your gal today. And I think she's the favourite also for the MVP for the final series, too, as Michelle Musselwhite commits an offensive foul and the right smile comes to her face. It's a sarcastic one, though. She knows Sydney are up against it now, trailing... By 13 points with three minutes remaining, 81 to 68. But Renee Camino coming into this game had 40 points and 19 rebounds in the two finals matches. Well, she's done better today. She's up to 26 points, still with three minutes remaining too. Mike Foley, if you care. Oh, no, we care. We care. We care, but we don't agree, Craig. We we care, but you're wrong, Craig. I'm sorry. Here comes Erin Phillips in the front court. Alicia Poto double-guarding her with Natalie Porter. Frees up Worsden and now Foley, who Craig just spoke of so kindly. That was an air ball from Jess Foley, though. Camino ripped down the rebound, if you can call it that, from an air ball, and put the shot in. She's on target for a 30-point game here in A. Camino. Here's Poto, forced to shoot the triple under pressure. Converts the shot, margin 12 points, 83-71. Yeah, hang in there, 12 points. Look, stranger things have happened, but uh, Sydney have got to really generate something at this end of the court now. Two minutes, 20 remaining. They need to get a stop. Jess Foley has the basketball, distributes. It's knocked out of court by Kristen Beale. That was a little bit lucky there for Adelaide. It was a dangerous pass across the top of the key. Camino taking strong instructions from the coach, Vicky Vork. Six right in front of us. Six seconds on the shot clock, so they're going to have to get this puppy up. Phillips goes to the free throw line, then ducks it out to Foley. Can't hit the triple. Good offensive, re- defensive rebound, rather, came from Afiaki. Runs it down the court. Into three-point territory. Poto offloading now to Porter, who drives left-hand corner. And a foul called on Sam Wisdom of the Adelaide Lightning. That is her third personal foul. Two minutes remaining, 83-71, 12 points to margin, inbound pass. 
will come for Sydney here. Timeout called by Karen Dalton. At the last hurrah here for the Sydney Uni Flames. They trail by 12 points. Mark, they need to score off this play. Here's Craig. John Keogh, I'm here with Lorraine Landon. Lorraine, uh, well, it's a fantastic game for the WNBL. A tough one for anyone that has uh, their hopes for the Flames. Yes, look, it's, uh, it's been a, quite a, an interesting game. I mean, obviously Adelaide came out very strong. Um, Sydney weathered the flame, got back into within about three or four. Um, but Adelaide has shown why they've been the leaders throughout the, the league and uh, through the season. And I think uh, they've really stepped up today. The way they've shown such control and discipline. I know that you always thought, uh, I think it was the 97th Lightning side was one of the best sides ever in the WNBL's history. How does this one stack up? Oh, I think it's, uh, it matches it. I think the game has moved on since uh, 10 years ago now. And, uh, and I think you look at the athleticism of Renee Camino. She's exciting. Erin uh, Phillips is exciting. And then I think you get sort of the veteran in uh, Sam Woosman who's had an outstanding final game today. And this leading up to Olympics. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, Jess Foley, Erin um, Phillips, uh, uh, Renee, three of them that are on the squad for the for Beijing. I think it's uh, all as well for us. As Porter drives baseline, Foley gets the steal, and Lorraine will let you uh, watch the end of this. Great news, 2007 Defence Force WNBL, uh, a fantastic year once again. Thank you. Adelaide have the ball in their front court with a minute 42 remaining in the grand final. Asiaki called for her bit personal. She'll be fouled out of the game. The foul committed on Jess Foley so Afiaki takes the sit down Dompkins back into the game for the Sydney Uni Flames they've only used seven players today Sydney here's Erin Phillips looking to milk the clock for all it's worth 17 seconds remaining on the shot they'll use almost every second of it you'd think Jess Foley right hand elbow loses control of the basketball Toto passes down the court to Veal Veal now to Dompkins driving right hand lane Makes the bucket and fouled by Renee Camino. Camino's third personal, more importantly, there'll be a three-point play opportunity. And we've seen Dompkins do that play a couple of times in this final term, Mark. Yeah, look, uh, sadly, I mean, uh, it's good for, for Michelle, but sadly it's, it's a little bit too little too late for, for Sydney. Um, they just haven't been able to, to generate uh, a, a phase of the game where they're getting stop, score, stop, score. And right now we see Adelaide probably playing for time now. Sydney are going to have to foul if there are any chance. Margin nine points. Porter tries to strip wisdom of the basketball. He passes to Gayhan. Gayhan is on one leg literally here. Here comes Renee Camino at the offensive end. What athleticism! Mate, she is on two and a half legs, that girl. She can get up. She is exciting, Renee Camino. And... Uh, Mate, that is the lay-down mazair for the MVP today, I reckon. She's into 30-point territory, Renee Camino. Poto lights it up from triple territory. So margin eight points with a minute remaining. Sydney need a quick steal here and a score if there's any chance. Into the final minute now, 85-77. Gayhan at the offensive end to Camino again. She scores. Mate, she just doesn't care. She doesn't want to dribble it out. She goes, give me the ball. I'll just, I'll just keep scoring for you. Porter releases from downtown. Can't hit it. Phillips reaches for the rebound. Down the pass now to Woosnam all on her own. Transition down the court. Lays it in. Game over. With That's it. And well deserved for Sam Woosnam. God, she's been an absolute trooper for this side. Here's Poto from downtown. Hits the bucket. 
29 seconds left. Nine points with 30 seconds remaining. Adelaide are going to win the 2007-08 defence jobs. WNBL Defence Force, WNBL Championship. Veal crashes through Phillips that time. There's plenty of frustration, but they had to stop the clock, Mark. And if you can hurt her on the way, well, that's a bonus. And Angela Marino is going to check back in for the final few seconds of this contest. Tracy Gahan, who is a rousing applause from her teammates as she takes a sit down. Her left leg was dragging along the ground sometimes when she was running down in the front court. She's played an important role. 18 seconds remaining. Phillips at the line. And the Adelaide fans go ballistic. She's made it. And the second drops as well. 91 points to 80. We're into junk time here. Veal looking to rush down the court. She'll probably jack it up. No, she goes all the way down the right-hand lane, lays it in. Phillips receives the basketball now. Woosnam is going to be fouled by Kristen Veal. And they will go to the line. Third personal foul for Kristen Veal. I reckon this has got to be, I could be wrong here, but I reckon this has got to be the highest scoring WNBL grand final in the history of the sport. And this augurs well for the Australian Opals this year at Beijing. If our top two teams can put up 170 plus points between them, look out. Score out to 92 points to 82, courtesy of Sam Worsham's free throw. 10 seconds remaining in the grand final. Adelaide are the champions about to be. Marino with the basketball. Passes to Phillips. Who will hold the basketball for the final time? Worsham has it. Passes to Camino. Throws the ball in the air. The Adelaide Lightning are the 2007-08 WNBL champions. Their first championship since 1998. A decade between drinks for the Adelaide Lightning. And unfortunately, on the other side of the ledger, the bridesmaids continue for Sydney. Their sixth consecutive grand final loss in the WNBL. But the Adelaide girls, they are exceptionally happy. Renee Camino embracing her teammates. Sam Worsham, Tracy Gayhart, Erin Phillips, Jess Foley. They're all out there. Terrific performance from the girls this afternoon. They got up to a great start. A 17-point run in the first quarter really set the game up. Sydney did come back hard. Reduced the margin to five great points at halftime. Congratulations, you're a champion in the WNBL. Thanks, Phil. Great. What a game you were having. You came out of the box so strong. Well, you know, it was one of those games we were so disappointed after two weeks ago. We had a lot to make up for. And the, the team this week... How are you all going? You knew you had this game in Sydney. It's a home game for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we knew it was going to be a neutral ground, and that's what we got. You've got to go and speak to Sharpie. Congratulations. Jenny Whittle is no stranger to championships. Harley is uh, another one, this time with Adelaide. Yeah, it's a great feeling. I was hoping it happen one more time in my career, so, no, goodbye. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> I'm ready to party now. <laughs> Congratulations. This year... How much difference has it been, this team? Uh, it's been really good, a really special group of girls. And, um, you know, I mean, we had all the pressure on us to win and we got the job done tonight, so it's good. Congratulations. 
Well, I think Jenny Whittle has just said she's going to hang up the basketball boots there, if I'm not mistaken from that interpretation, Mark Cartwright. And fair enough too, old Harl. So I can hear her from here when she walks. She's squeaking. She's, uh, she's had a great career. Um, and it's a, it's a great way for her to finish off. And they've had to come through a pretty tough season, Adelaide. We know what a talented list they've got. They've got great players. But the upheaval at the start of the season, though, here's Kroger Bell with Karen Dalton. Well, Karen Dalton, it was a tough day. They got on top of you so early, you were always coming from behind. Well, I think they shot the ball really well, and um, you know that's tough to guard when they, you know, when they did shoot the ball so well. You know, I thought defensively we probably weren't where we needed to be, and certainly I don't think our discipline and offense is what we needed to be. One thing in defence, Rachel Herrick did a huge job on Harley. Yeah, that's that, that's a positive, but there's. Um, they shot the ball well, what can I say? They, they just, you know, they played better than we did on the day and that's what a grand final's all about. But it's probably one of the most high-scoring grand finals I've had for a while. Yeah, Mark Cartwright thinks it might be the highest. Yeah, well, you know, that's what's been happening between these two teams all year. And, you know, as I said, we let them off to a big start and that's always tough to, to, to drag in. Well, there's always next year. Oh, well, another loss. <laughs> Karen Dalton there and, as you can tell, the disappointment in Karen's voice. We'll try and get Jess Foley before we wrap it up. Thanks very much to Craig Ravel and Karen Dalton for giving up her time. She'd obviously be heartbroken, you'd have to say, Mark. The sixth consecutive grand final loss for Sydney. I'm not sure if they're all courtesy of her coaching. But having said that, the Sydney Phillips. Phillips. Oh, here's Aaron. Here's Craig. Aaron Phillips with me now, guys. Aaron, congratulations on the championship oh. for Adelaide. Um, I'm not spoiled. I was just, you know, I fought him in an absolute slog. And I'm so proud of the girls. They just fought right to the end. And... You know, Sydney was throwing absolutely every, everything at us and, you know, it was just, it's just such an amazing feeling. So many times you've just fallen short of the grand final hurdle. You got in here and you weren't going to let that go. No, that's right. You know, there's, you know, so many, uh, you know, of us leaving and going and staying. So it was really, really special to do this. And, yeah, like seven years it's taken me to get the final round and, you know, to, to win it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, unbelievable. Congratulations. Thank you very much. A very emotional Erin Phillips there catching up with Craig Val. Of course, she's Jess fought back Foley, from her knee reco. speak with her. Huh? Jess Foley, congratulations. And Vicky Vork will keep the two together. But you had an amazing first quarter. The cuts, the way you were able to uh, just make position and open up the team was a big reason, in my opinion, that you were getting the ball and getting away so early. Oh, I appreciate that. I think um, with this group, though, you know, you do have to appreciate everyone's cuts, and even if you're not scoring, you, you know, a hard cut will get someone else open, and so hopefully that's what I did today. It's a long way away from the AIS when you were, you know, just on the cusp of making finals to come into this and win it. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a dream come true. I, you know, I knew this team had something special at the start of the season, but to actually go through with it the whole year and then come good in finals, um, it's a really big task and a... You know, I'm just so proud of the team, the way they played today. Well, congratulations, champion for 2007-2008. Thank you, that sounds good. A person who wasn't even a coach at the start of this season, Vicky Vork, you're a championship winning coach now. It feels very good. It was such a tumultuous start to your career. It finishes on the absolute highest of highs. Absolutely. You know, when we come in and after all the stuff that happened earlier in the year, this is what our goal was, but to think that we'd be here is just... Yeah, unbelievable. Tracy Gahan just dragging that leg down the court towards the end. Yeah, absolutely. She said to me after we beat Daniel next week, last week that she was going to play no matter what and, you know, she just got it done. It was a, a, a fantastic game. Your smile on your face, it looked like the, 
from right from the go. You were that confident with how these girls could play. You didn't seem to be pressured. How much pressure was on you, though? No, as I said before, the only pressure you have is on yourself. I mean, Renee, who's just accepting her MVP for the grand final, had the most pressure, if you want to put it that way. She's rose to the occasion like we knew she could. Well, congratulations. Thanks very much. Well, Renee Camino has been awarded the MVP for the grand final here this afternoon. And a terrific performance from her, Mark. Well deserved. What were her final numbers? Yeah, very handy numbers for a grand final. 32 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Congratulations, your leg. It didn't look like it was even working in that last quarter. No, it really wasn't. I came down on a rebound and just tweaked it again, but... By then, at least the game was pretty much over. The girls played a great game, and so luckily, you know, it didn't matter that I couldn't do much today. How hard was it sitting out last week, sitting out most of the last time mm. you played Sydney? Oh, it's so hard. I mean, especially when you are injured and you've trained so much, and you just want to be there with the girls and do whatever you can. But um, we've got a great group of girls, and they pulled through, and um, that's why it's a total team effort, and, you know, that we just really came through in the end. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks so much. Getting back to the final numbers there, Mark Cartwright for Renee Camino. She really shot it up. Yeah, 32 points, 9 boards, uh, 3 assists. Only one turnover in 36 and a bit minutes. That's a, that's a fairly impressive stat line, actually. Um, you uh, compare that with Nat Porter, who, uh, who you know, probably scored a season average at 23 points, but just didn't have the influence. Shot less than 30%. So... Um, didn't quite get it done on grand final day, unfortunately, for Nat. We are going to tune in to some of the official presentations now for the Adelaide Lightning and the Sydney Uni Flames, of course. Adelaide, the Premier's here this afternoon. Some technical difficulty. We'll come back to that in just a second. Renee Camino, just a few moments ago, was announced the MVP here this afternoon. And what a game she had in front of her old town, Wollongong, where she, is where she originally came from and started playing basketball. She'd be no stranger to this court, the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. And she turned it on for the home fans this afternoon. More presentations going on in the background. Mark Cartwright. We might just run through a few more of the individual and team steps. Uh, we had, um, I guess the big thing was uh, Adelaide shot 47% uh, from the field in the grand final, which is remarkable, although uh, Dolts was worried about the fact that, uh, that, you know, there was a big difference between the teams. Sydney still shot 42%, which wasn't too bad, actually. Um, you know, foul shots were about the same. You know, as I said, Nat Porter was a little bit down. Alicia Poto was okay uh, with 18 points. And I think the MVP of the league's just been announced, and that was Natalie Porter. Congratulations to Natalie. She's had another terrific season for the Sydney Uni Flames. Unfortunately, couldn't cap it off with the championship here this afternoon. No, but... I mean, Nat's going to be a wonderful, wonderful player for the Oakers. Uh, so, well done to Natalie Porter there. Awarded the MVP for season 07-08. We have got some other presentations to go as well. Alicia Poto. 
receiving a presentation up on the stage as well, Mark. Yeah, and Poto's had an absolutely stellar year. She's led from the front, um, you know, and uh, she'll position herself personally very well for the Beijing Olympic team. The Adelaide Lightning looking on as Alicia Poto makes a commiseration speech on behalf of the Sydney Uni Flames. And she's being very gracious, actually. She's showing real With class. It's been really great. We're looking forward to um, your continued support next year. Sydney University for everything that they've done for the team and our supporters, our families and everyone that made the trip down to Sydney. Thank you very much. We've been here two years in a row and we're looking forward to next season and hopefully this time we'll be standing up second and not first. Thanks a lot. Now I will call up the remaining team members onto the stage. Number four, Kiara Shields. Number five, Holly Lewis. Number eight, Effie Akiaki. Number ten, Sally Pataki. Number eleven, Michaela Dawkins. Number thirteen, Rachel Herrick. Number fourteen, Natalie Porter. Number fifteen, Michelle Musselwhite. Number twenty-three, Aaron Lorenzini. Number 32, Kristen Veal, and head coach, Karen Dalton. Please put your hands together for the Sydney Uni Flames. Now I'd like to invite Major General Liz Cosin from the Australian Defence Force to come forward to present the captain with the championship trophy and the banner. Vicky, can I get you to come up as well, please? Vicky? Unveiling the championship banner for season 2007-2008 and now about to receive the trophy. Vicky Bork takes the WNBL Australian Defence Force Championship Trophy and the team raises it in the air as champion for 2008-2009. Sam puts it down. Sam, we'll come and have a quick chat. Well, we'll hear from Sam Wilson now. Now, what an amazing ending for you. Your last game we're going to see you in the WNBL to win a grand final championship. How does it feel? <laughs> if I could swear, I might tell you really, but no, it feels great. But um, first of all, thank you to Sydney. You guys played great today. Two weeks ago, you totally blew us off the court. So you've been a great team all year, so thank you. Unfortunately, in sport, there's only one winner, but thank you. You had a great season. Thanks, Sam. Well spoken. And Vicky, I want to know, this coaching caper is pretty easy, isn't it? First time coach, first time in the finals, first time winning the grand final. How do you do it? 
don't know if I can ask that right now, but I can just say the girls did a great job all year. They were very welcoming at the start of the year when both Tanya and I come in, and they're just a great bunch of girls to work with, and I take them any day. Well, congratulations to Adelaide. They were number one all year and deserved winners of the grand final. I'd now like to call the rest of the team forward. Number five, Jess Marnie. Number six, Lauren King. Number seven, Rebecca Duke. Number eight, Renee Camino. Number 10, Emily Freiters. Number 11, Angelo Marino. Number 12, Jenny Whittle. Number 13, Aaron Phillips. Number 21, Tracy Gaham. And number 24, Jess Foley. Assembling in front of the dais now as they will get some photos to certainly remember this year by. Junkio, it has been a, a fascinating grand final day as the confetti is fired off in the background and the red, yellow, blue and white covers the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. And a bit of Queen in the background shouting up too. I don't know if you're going to give us a rendition, Craig. But we are the champions, and Adelaide are indeed the champions. 92 points to 82. Well, you know, this season got off to a great start originally. They got a great group of girls together, but soon enough, Chris Lucas was shown the door and has managed to regroup and be the really dominant force this WNBL season. And... You know, you've got to take your hat off to Vicky Vork. Sure, she inherited a terrific group of girls, but she managed to pick up the pieces and get things to heading in the right direction. And the girls have been rewarded today with a championship. They have indeed. And uh, Mark Carr right there, the girls taking the trophy over to their supporters behind the uh, basket on the ocean side of the Wynn Entertainment Centre. Yeah, and uh, again, it's well, it's well deserved, I should say. Um, Adelaide have had a very, very good year. They, there were some trying times early in the season, let's be honest. But Vicky's done very, very well to, uh, to manage this group and uh, they've shown some really good leadership. And again, on the biggest day of the year, they showed the poise and the energy, uh, particularly the first quarter, to set up what has been a, a, you know, a history... Uh, breaking win. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen such a high-scoring WNBL grand final. And uh, again, to put up a score in the 90s uh, on the biggest day of the year is just testament to this group's uh, ability to operate under pressure. And they, uh, you know, again, they should be applauded for that. Well, Mark Cartwright, it was fantastic to have you join us here in commentary for the WNBL Sport Radio live broadcast of the 2007-2008 grand final. Thank you very much for your time here this weekend. Mate, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Mark Cartwright from One Basketball Canberra. As Sam Woosnam stands in front of us now with the championship trophy. Your final thoughts, John Keogh? Well, 
I think Adelaide proved themselves as the best team all season and they backed it up again today. Congratulations to the Adelaide Lightning and their coach also, Vicky Vaughan, a tremendous WNBL season. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with this group of girls now. I think we've had one retirement announced, Jenny Whittle. She pretty much said to you she's going to be hanging up the boots. Yep. And there's a few other very good players in this team too, who I'm sure... Sam Woosnam's last WNBL game today. There you go as well. So the captain going out on a very high note. In fact, it's been 10 years in between drinks for Sam. She was a 1998 championship player with the Lightning and finishes with another one in 2008. Thanks, Craig, for having me today too. Yes, John Keogh, it's been a pleasure throughout the season. Congratulations today in the Online Media Awards Sport Radio with a major part of your help... Simon Peters and Michelle Hawking's help right throughout season 2007-2008. Congratulations on your work as well. And can I just say a special mention to yourself, Craig Ravel. You run the show here. You organise it all. You do all the behind-the-scenes stuff today as well. And I think out of all of us, the award well and truly belongs to you. And I know it's going to be sitting in your living room too. I will claim it. But uh, enough of the love fest here. It is Adelaide, 92, taking out a 10-point victory over the Sydney Uni Flames, 82. They're the champions of 2007-2008. On behalf of Mark Cartwright and John Keogh, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you all the very best. We look forward to Olympics for this Opal side and then a big 2008-2009 season on the WNBL.com.au and behalf of sportradio.com.au. We wish you a very good evening.